Super Creative Podcast contains explicit content and may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the show. From Creative Overdose Studios, this is the Super Creative Podcast, where we highlight stories from entertainment news with splashes of nonsense. I'm Stephanie Lopez with Kita and Alana, the senior writer. So grab some snacks, because here's what we've been vibing on this week. So who has who has some vibes today? Because I'm vibe light. I have like maybe You're one vibe. Yeah, I've got like maybe a vibe. <laughs> well, what is? I have some vibes. I'm sure Alana has some vibes. She's been vibing on some stuff recently. I mean, yep. I usually am the vibe heavy one, but uh, yeah. you know, I guess you guys can get your 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 light taps out the way. Uh, Keats, go first then. All right, so uh, I've been vibing on, I've watched a lot of different things. I feel like we have, it's been a long, a little longer than we normally have been, I want to say. Like, we're, on an, we're on an odd schedule, but it's it's been about two weeks. Okay, cool. So yeah, um, so I started watching Jujutsu Kaisen, uh-huh, and, then I, uh-huh. and then I stopped watching it. Um, <laughs> I'm on episode six. Wow, you made um, it! You made I it thought... five and a half episodes further than I did. Yeah, so <laughs> like, I get why people like it as far as like the fight scenes and like the visual. Well, the fight scenes and how pretty it is, I guess you could say, or whatever. Um, but I was telling my brother and CW that I don't understand why everyone is so like hyping this up because these characters are being like are nothing based on nothing wait a minute you're talking about jujutsu kaisen i'm thinking of record of ragnarok Ragnarok. i finished jujutsu kaisen that's why i stopped record of ragnarok it's exactly the same thing except (laughs) just different people are in it it's it's literally the same thing it's they're in the same arena i wouldn't even be surprised if they just exported the same fighting arena from jujutsu kaisen (laughs) and they did a slight texture adjustment it's yeah, the same show. It is the fighting arc with none of the backstory that makes you care about anyone's fight. And then they try and like spoon feed you the backstory in the middle of the fight, like care mm-hmm. because of all the sad stuff. And I'm like, no. That's how I felt about Jujutsu Kaisen because mm-hmm. like I all every episode I'm meeting a new character and I don't get a chance to care enough about the previous character that you just introduced me to. Um I don't even know any of the characters' names because they don't say them enough, I guess. Or maybe my brain is just, like, broken and I don't hold on to characters' names anymore. I don't know. But, I mean, Home Fry with the blindfold, he's pretty dope or whatever. Um, he just made it's, me it's visual candy. It's for people who just want to see a thing flash around on a screen and don't care yeah, about any really sort of substantive. That's, yeah, that's, that's about it. I, yeah. I feel like it's a very rushed storyline. I don't yeah, know. Storyline is a like loose word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's only like 27 episodes. I haven't even made it halfway through, but I, I plan on finishing it. It's just that every episode after the first two, I was like, um, I there don't... are UFC oh. fights I've randomly tuned into that I care about more than most of the fights that happen in these because there is so little 
it's it's such a desperate ploy to get me to care right before the final it's like the character starts to do a kamehameha and then it's like let me tell you the history of goku and how master roshi taught him the kamehameha and i'm sitting here for like the next two episodes going okay so can we get back to the fight please because i don't i don't care i don't care where he learned this it's literally relevant to me i don't give a shit and then you hype up this move and then they do it and then it doesn't work because the other guy has a move so then we got to explain that and i'm gonna throw up i'm like you're not not shocking anybody with this like stop it stop uh, that's it good. that's that's really good yeah that's that's how i feel about jujitsu kaisen so i'll probably get back to it a little if bit somebody maybe. says watch record of ragnarok you will love it exactly as much as you love jujitsu kaisen it is exactly well, the same I show can't watch it because i just don't uh, it's know. exactly the same show like i watched it i'm like this is literally no different and you can tell they save on animation during the flashback cutscenes because they're really just slideshows <laughs> It, like it's so i don't know it's just too transparent for me to deal with yeah, I, I, I tried i mean i'm trying and i'm not gonna let it go i'm gonna finish that and then i'll move on to demon slayer or whatever and you know just see what all you guys are talking about um, oh i haven't been talking about demon slayer i tapped out of four episodes <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you know it's i'm just gonna see what all the hype is about and you know judge for myself but so far Jujutsu Kaisen, there's really much, not much of a, a story. There's not much of a story. And the characters are just kind of rushed or whatever. I don't know. This is, I feel, it feels really rushed just to hurry up and get some people out there for you to get excited about. And I'm like, okay, I'll just take it for what it is, I guess. Um, I also started watching The Great North, which is an animated series done by the same guys that brought you Bob's Burgers. And it's on Hulu. I think it's also on Fox or whatever. Or no, I think it's a, it might be a Hulu um, original. I can't remember. I'm pretty but, sure it's on Netflix. No, The Great North. The maybe Great maybe North. not. <laughs> it's on Hulu. Um, and uh, it's really, it's cute. It's about a family that lives like in the Great North. And they're random little, you know, how kind of like how Bob's Burgers, each episode is a random story about, you know, them having to do something, uh, a little tiny conflict and a lot of humor. So that's a pretty good show. You guys should check it out. Um, CW and I finished watching, or uh, we watched, we binged uh, Black Summer uh, season two. Um it was good. It looks uh, like it's going to uh, lead to a third season because of the way it ended. I mean, so did season one. Away. No, season I... one. So let me tell you about season one because uh-huh. I was not interested in watching season two based on season one. Um, I was like, I'm good. I don't really. But it was a cliffhanger. <laughs> she found her daughter. Yeah, but that's no, that's not relevant though. The relevance that was, was the about the helipad. That, that was, was no, no, no. That was the main point of her storyline. It was following four storylines, and the main well, point of hers her was to find her daughter. Is, her storyline is pretty much the main one in the season in season two. Like, yes, we get to know the other characters, but it's all yeah. They they lean wrong. into yeah they lean into that, but I don't know. I felt like season one kind of had a Deus Ex Machina ending, and I was like, I mean, it's sort of a cliffhanger, but I don't really care either way. And then when season two came out, it took me a while to get to it because I really didn't care, and I also mm-hmm. don't particularly care for zombie stuff. But uh, I got the season two, and I felt like. I don't know, man. I really feel like everything that happened there, I'm like, this could have been an email. Like, you really could have covered this in one episode. You just cut it up and put it out of order to make it seem like it was more than it was. 
I mean, I liked it. Um, I know you say just because you like it doesn't make it good. (laughs) But it is the prequel to Z Nation, and I haven't watched all of Z Nation. CW does love Z Nation, and he has watched a lot of different zombie movies and shows. So, um, and he is not like some of those people that are just like every zombie show and or movie is amazing. Black Summer was, it's kind of like the grittier, realer um, Walking Dead. And it's not as, um, I don't know, people don't care about people. <laughs> I I think, summer, yeah. Like, that's I, real life, you know? Like, that's, it's more like, I okay, think Black maybe. Summer has really good moments, like, mm-hmm. individual clips, especially early on, like, when you weren't really sure what was happening, and it was kind of tagging into people's lives. But anytime they start to kind of hunker down on a on a ongoing storyline it just starts to get thin and then characters oh. make decisions that are unacceptably trash <laughs> and i'm just like so you're not going to wake anybody up you hear a noise and you're not going to tell anyone that something's going on so if you get jumped not only are you dead but they don't know that there's danger cool smart smart move i feel like it's it's a lot of irrationality going on because in real life who knows what you would do? No, I know you do know what you would do. That is never an excuse. That is always the you most unacceptable know, shit. You know, no, you do. Do you know how you know you know? Because <laughs> this is how I know that people know. Because that's what spycraft is made off of. You know re- predictable reactions from people. The same thing with fighting. There are predictable reactions. We are taught if you hit someone this way, this is how they are likely to react. And you would be 99% of the time correct. Maybe it's like somebody had a rod put in their back or some completely unpredictable piece of information but if you're going to add that to your story then you need to specify this is why this person does not react in this way that people react it's just you you just have to specify if you're going to have a character act that ridiculous that fucking stupid you need to tell me why well i mean you know a lot of people die in the show and And so you don't get a chance to really hear why or whatever. But you could. It, it, no, I'm talking about the long-term characters. To their death or whatever. No, I'm talking but, about the long-term characters that survive via their oh, plot I am very armor. concerned about the daughter. The daughter has, she has gone through some shit at a very young age, having to kill things and people, like not just zombies, but people who were going to be zombies if they weren't killed. Um, and so some of the scenes in the show made me question like what her sanity is going to be like in season three and her mom how she's going to deal with her mom i, th- I she, think she has too much access huh she has too much access for my liking like it to, in the a dog? situation yeah in situations where it's like we could die or this could be really serious you're choosing not to do this if you don't explain it it's fucking ridiculous and 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 by the way the not telling anyone anything i'm talking about her she doesn't like if you hear something why would you not wake up at least one person if you don't want your mommy to know then don't tell her tell the other dude that's tell somebody to question her sanity and the things that she chooses like but she that's can't she okay like, okay she, so here so here's here's what's really important to remember no one and i mean no one and i mean even bitches on instagram is like me and my friends are so random no one behaves randomly even insane people have their reason why they're doing something you the only reason it seems random is because you don't know why so Mm -hmm. so if you're telling a story in which a character is going to do something like that then explain why otherwise it just looks like they're dumb and unless that's what you want which i'm pretty clear that's not what they want just have it go okay 
let's give a little bit of perspective here. Let her talk to someone who then gets immediately killed so the information never makes it back to anyone else. There are ways to creatively do that. That's the job in writing and storytelling is to convey this to your audience. Otherwise, it's stupid. And then later you go, but it wasn't stupid. Ha ha. I and it's like, that may happen that's... in season three. I really think mm. that he's going to end up linking up with the, the guy who, um, single-handedly killed all these zombies like a badass I, and, at this at this juncture i don't think probably isn't going to live and so she's probably going to explain to him because she I, basically I, kind of I, told her mom you didn't have the balls to do certain things okay but um, i don't feel like any amount of explaining like any amount of explaining past up that point would retroactively make it okay to not explain that you hear a noise <laughs> twice a loud one and go oh let me just walk around and not and take one of the two guns and then just not say anything to anyone well, yeah. that, i mean i was like go wake up your mom or whatever and I, I mean we were saying that and i was like why isn't she but she was like staring at the door yeah the that's but but but, th but those like, two things are those two things i feel like you are you are writing in an excuse for her existence being completely nonsensical when the show should be the one to give you the reason for that and when they don't it's a failure of the writing i think they've given me a reason she was raised in chaos <laughs> raised in chaos is exactly why you'd wake someone up Look. like that's why you would wake <laughs> some that's exactly she why like she can handle it if i really this... do think she felt like she can handle it whatever it was um, yeah, but, but okay. For Let, all right, but she doesn't. Her mom body blocks her doing anything. No, you didn't see her sniping people in the wind from the window. I saw her trying to <laughs> snipe people from the window. Her mom was the one that actually <laughs> sniped people from the window. Her mom was downstairs, him like. Oh my goodness! But, season two, Alana. I would never, I would never watch that a second time. But the point is, is, <laughs> is what, what wow. I'm, what I am saying is that, like, I did see her shoot people. What I am saying is her ability to go, well, I can handle this by myself. I don't feel like your ability to assess a situation and your mental stability and how much you, how, like, how much you feel like you're being pressured on. It's like your ability to do your job versus your ability to assess a situation you know like okay i see that this is a problem i don't want to die here so i should wake somebody up versus i'm sick of this person doing this or i really feel like i should be able to do this on my own there is no moment where you can definitively say that is exactly what's happening here so it doesn't matter that she's like 15 and doesn't think like an adult <laughs> We, yeah, because I, I mean, I've been 15. I've known 15 year olds. It doesn't require adult intelligence to go. I should let someone know I hear something. As a matter of fact, that's the first thing a kid would do. No, kids are pretty rebellious. Pretty but kids are rebellious, but if they hear something and think that they might be eaten alive, they'll fucking wake an adult. Like what? And that's what I think, Alana. She didn't think she was going to be eaten alive. She handled it. Uh, okay i just i just i feel like you're you're letting you're letting him get away with it <laughs> like, no. they keep no, getting away I'm with it, it. Uh, I, I, like i feel like if you can't if, if you can't point to the point in the story where it is directly inferred that that is the reason not not like like okay she she's pissy at her mom but she genuinely feels like she can handle the situation better than everyone else then you're you're Certainly putting them better than the crazy guy that led them there well yeah but that wasn't the case like she she i don't have a problem with that but she didn't wake up anybody it's like if you're rebelling at your mom fine then just wake him up yeah
but it's it's that kind of nutty shit. It's like, like that kind of lack of foresight where it's like if you want to have that kind of craziness, then you could just simply have a scene where she does something kind of crazy and just have the other character acknowledge, "Yo, you're putting yourself in these dangerous situations. You're doing this, that, and the other," and just have her say, "I I understand what I'm doing. Like I know what I'm doing." And then if it backfires on her or doesn't or almost does, have that be acknowledged. Otherwise, you're just putting it there and not acknowledging that it exists and not explaining it. Well, see, I think that, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but also there wasn't a lot of dialogue at all in this show. It's a yeah, lot it of- Yeah, it didn't have to not be. It's a lot of like just action happening and- There were a lot people... of segments of silence, but there was a lot of dialogue, especially with the black dude who was talking. The dude literally he just said, you won't shut up. dialogue of, of ever, like of anyone really, because Rose and her daughter don't really talk that much. And, um, and the other, the, the uh, Italian, uh, I'm guessing the, uh, the the brown, the brown skinned fellow was very, was very talkative. Like they had a yeah, lot of chatty, the, the, the meth the heads, I guess, I'm guessing they were meth heads, were very talkative. There were a lot of talkative people. They were just also long segments of not talking. Right. I guess. No, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> It would depend there on the episode, but but people and then like besides, there were like, there were four and were, one of them was trapped. Two of them were traveling with all of them at some point were connected to main characters, well, and also that sh that shit with Sun didn't make any sense. Uh, like that whole standoff was ridiculous. I don't even know what she was trying to accomplish. But That's anyway, black yeah. black summer was a was a, a zombie thing that like happened it, i liked it that's <laughs> i feel like it had it had structural problems even beyond the daughter but just like even if you ex expel her it's got a lot of structural problems and a lot of the holds that they did i felt were just to fill for time at a certain point i was like this is very like evocative uh, evocative and very emotional and then for the rest of the time i'm like you're just trying to fill out the half hour i don't we can move <laughs> on <laughs> uh well, moving on. The next thing that I watched, um, or that I am watching, is Twelve Monkeys. It's a sci-fi show based on the movie. Um, it's basically about a guy who travels back in time to try and stop a plague from killing the world. Because everything that's on TV is about plagues getting rid of people. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I kind of feel like it's it was accidental. It was like, hey, let's do a bunch of stuff about plagues. And then when 2020 happened, they went, well, are we going to can what we got? No, let's yeah, just release no, a bunch of stuff about it. plagues. Everything like black. I mean, um, Twelve Monkeys. I mean, that movie came out a long time ago, and this series has four seasons already. So I don't even know if it's continued or if it's still. I doubt it's still happening or whatever. But it is on Hulu, um, and it's pretty interesting. It was originally on Sci-Fi, and um, it's basically about this guy named Cole. He is immune to the virus that was, or, you know, he has immunity. Don't know why, I guess that's just in his genetics or whatever. Um, and he lives in the, and, uh, like a, I don't know, like a, a warehouse where there are scientists and they have a time machine and they are in the year 2043, I think, or 2046, something like that. And they have to, I guess records that they've found since like 7 billion people have died <laughs> um, based uh, from the plague, they have to find out how to stop it from happening. So they keep sending him back to certain points in time and like revealing new clues about things. And um, of course, certain things happen that um, 
mess up his timeline based on like the people that he meets or whatever. So he has to go back and forth and correct his timeline. And uh, it sounds like a lot. It's it's pretty straightforward though. I mean, every episode he's going to a different point in time, so it's kind of like detective-y with a sci-fi twist to it. Although the guy who is the main character, he is very like uh, like a brute kind of guy. He's not very brainy at all. Um, he's very brawny, and uh, he just goes back and tries to kill people or and or um, what's it called? Uh, damn it, can't think of the word question people um about who they know and what they're you know how they're associated with whatever company is doing whatever and so yeah you guys if you like stuff like that it's there uh we watched his house last night and uh the first 20 minutes legit scared me like there were some jumpy parts and then afterwards i was like okay you got used (laughs) to it i know alana well it wasn't jumpy anymore. It was like, I know Alana did like a, a showing of it last week, probably. It was like a week before um, last. I was too late to the party because I wanted to start it from the beginning and I had got just gotten off of work when I saw her message. And so we watched it yesterday. It was okay. Um, it wasn't what I thought it was at yeah, all. Yeah, it, because it, it's not <laughs> technically a horror movie. It's not his house either. It's really about him the guy because <laughs> basically what happens no matter what house he lives in it was going to follow him anyways I guess. yeah so. so it was what it was one of those where i was like you you've used this really solid premise to force someone to stay in a haunted house but it wouldn't matter what house he was in you didn't yeah, actually need so this premise I, that kind of broke it you know for me because i was like well even if he moved somewhere else it doesn't matter so it's always going to be it's never going to be about the house but for but it was it was more think- it was more of a psychological thing than yeah. a real thing. But honestly, as a psychological thriller, it was quite good. But if you were going in expecting, like, actual spectral ghosts, then you were going to be I don't a, know what I was expecting a disappointment. Um, <laughs> I was I expecting, like, a haunting I, of Hill House kind of deal or yeah, something. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't expecting a psychological thriller. Um, it is good as a psychological thriller um, in some parts. Um, the wife kind of angered me a little bit and um it was just i don't know oh and i I figured out why she was being the way she was being i'm like that's fair (laughs) yeah yeah, after they reveal everything you're like well damn but you know it was okay um (laughs) yeah you were looking for for deep african spoops and and whatever didn't even have to be african i would have i would have wanted an african spoop if they were came fresh out of africa it would have been weird they showed up with a bunch of european ghosts i'd be like what is this hilarious they would have been like i don't even understand what this because like african ghosts and like curses those are some deep shits that follow you forever european ghosts are just like yeah i don't know fuck you i'll scratch you or something Yeah, and then when the the neighbor said something to him, I was like, well, maybe she knows about this. But then it just she didn't even matter. I don't. She was like, you're you're not gonna last long. I give the weeks tops, and I guess that was because she she was meant she meant normal. normally. You're being a yeah, weirdo. Yeah, normal. I thought like she was so creepy. She's always peering out, but she was just being that nosy weird mm, neighbor. Yeah. It so, was it was I a solid horror something. premise that wasn't used for a horror, and I'm like, well, it's kind yeah. of a shame you didn't. This really 
could have worked it really well have. for a, a straight up horror. Yeah. But oh well. Yeah, because it was like one jump scare, and I was like, "Oh no!" But and then that was like the very first one that happened, and I was like, "Okay." And then after that, it was like no more jump scares, and it was more about like learning what was going on and why. Well, I actually pegged what it was about the one third way through because I'm like, "All right, either this is psychological or these are the dumbest people." It's like if it is a psychosis, <laughs> it makes sense that you would interact with it in this way. If it right. is actually a thing where you were a completely normal human and this is realistically happening. In this house get, what the fuck are you doing so yeah. so if it's psychosis it makes sense if it's not it doesn't and then it was psychosis so it made sense yeah so that's the only other thing i can think of that i've watched i'm still playing mass effect i took a break a little while for a little while and i've been back are on you it. are you still enjoying it i am i'm a have you gotten i have more paragon uh whatever and me than what's the other one i don't know i'm not nice. renegade. Renegade. Renegade, renegade renegade is the important yeah. one I'm no, no, nice no! It's people. fine. It's fine. I'm you can be a paragon. It's yeah, not, but I mean, be like what you a want. Red answer, you know. I give, or I, you know, when you investigate, I answer with like the red color, and I'm like, oh, you know, you're annoying me. But most of the time, I'm answering with the blue, or investigating with the blue words, and uh, I like it. Um, I'm doing <clears> a lot of like the side assignments, not the main mission stuff, and. I have to get my skills up for certain things. And um, what is that worm that comes out of the ground that is fucking annoying? Um, oh, so you have been on the planets. I was just oh, about yeah. to ask. Yeah, that shit is annoying. Like the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, oh, man. You know, like I did not let it defeat me. I restarted several times just to, <laughs> because I kept dying. I was like, wait. He didn't even, I was just, I don't understand. Like, I, I realized, like, mm. I have to just circle around him and keep shooting him because that was the yep. only way. I could not get close to him or whatever. But every time I got close to him and then, like, that, oh, that music when you die is so depressing, bro. Like, yeah. So You're, are you talking about, like, trying to trying to juke the Thresher Mall on, like, random yeah. planets? Yeah. Oh, uh, you you mean when you, you hop? You hop the mako around and you're like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then the tentacles come from all over the ground and stuff. Yeah, man. Once you once you lock him into that world. pattern and you get him in that yeah, infinite Tsukiyomi. I can't touch him and I just started shooting in a circle. You know, like uh, yeah. 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 around him. Then I was like, okay, I got you. But now every time I see one of you guys, it's on. So <laughs> activate <laughs> circle strafe. <laughs> yeah yeah so but it's enjoyable heart like i like that um it was i it was nothing about this game is easy and i enjoy that a lot um and i do love how the things that i do de like determine different story points and stuff yeah and you can have a com you can killing people like it, it's pretty <clears throat> freaking dope so, you can completely yeah. botch a playthrough by just not talking to anybody <laughs> Oh, I talked yep. to everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I literally went through and like it never prompted me to talk to anybody. So I beat the game and I was and so I talked to my friend Owen. He was like, Oh, what do you do at this point? I'm like, Well, I couldn't do that. And he was like, well, Yeah, I, I had this choice. I'm like, I didn't have that choice. He's like, Well, did oh, you talk wow. to so and so? And I was like, No. And he was like, Yeah, you have to you have to you have to talk to them like in between missions. I'm like, I talked to them before. It's like, yeah, no, outside of that, I was like oh talk to everybody. so then i had to, then <laughs> I had to go everything. back through and i talked to everything and touched every wall and read yeah, every codec and, and unlocked every locker like yeah i i'm i'm enjoying all of that and it's it's a lot of fun and this is going to be a very long adventure for me <laughs> 
because it's all three of them. Um, <laughs> um, and I did, I do have Tally on my, you know, I have all the people on my squad, I guess. There's like six people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all of them I've met. Tally's the best. My ship and stuff. Um, so yeah, um, it's pretty, pretty dope game. Thanks for recommending it, guys. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I'm glad you like it. You're yeah. welcome. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all my vibes. Um, all right, I'll I'll just be the filler in between the t- the two the vibes. Uh, because I haven't really been vibing on anything. I've been, um, I'm like I said, I'm vibe light. I've uh, I went back to. I got tired of The Sims. I played it, and then I was I don't know. I got bored. I haven't had a lot of time. Also, I think is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I've been vibing on a phone game or like, you know, you can play it on your tablet or whatever too. It's called Gardenscapes. Um, if anybody likes match three games or you just want something to play on the go, uh, it's one of my favorite games. I've been playing it off and on for like way too long. I'm, I'm going to say years. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Anyways, yeah, it's just a really cute match three game where you like match fruits um, and they're really colorful and then you get to kind of like landscape a garden. One reason I think uh, this last time that I've come back to it, um, I've played a lot of phone games, but there's something about this one. The art style is really good. The 3D is really superb. Um they have a lot of different events that tie in with a story. The characters are really cute. All of the, there's so much animation going on in this game. Like, um, you can tap on stuff. It moves. There's birds and butterflies flying through your garden. The water moves. There's like leaves that'll go down it. Sometimes like a frog will hop in and out. It's so, the game itself is so alive and dynamic, uh, that it, to me easily surpasses just about any other phone game that you can have because most phone games are kind of like give me your money and this one is still very much give me your money but it's still so so pretty and alive that i don't mind spending a whole lot of time in the game so um gardenscapes it's free to play you should go download it it's match three you'll get addicted no so. more games i can't do <laughs> i mean it's I a good game of, like i just got rid of three mobile games i guess you could say yeah because it's on my tablet i got rid of them i got rid of all my mobile games on my phone because i was like you know what i have a nintendo switch and i gotta stop so and they were all free like i don't pay for yeah, mobile games yeah. um but i was like i need to stop i have games everywhere this is a problem <laughs> Um, I've embraced my problem, so <laughs> I'm trying to stop it. <laughs> uh, no, I think also one of the reasons um I've been back on my phone game so much is we have a new uh there's a new kitten in the house. His name is Ziggs. And oh hey, speaking Ziggs. of hi buddy. Um hi, so he Ziggs has a tendency to fall asleep on my chest, so then there's not a whole lot that I can do. Aww. Um so then I play I play mobile games and uh, he falls asleep on my chest and I think it's adorable. That's so sweet. Yeah, he's a cuddle bug when he's not being a little Wolverine. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if you can hear his purrs. Yeah, he uh, he sends his cuddles downstairs and he sends his Wolverine upstairs. 
love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love yeah, but that's only that's, only that's only because uh, there's another cat upstairs that he can he can play uh, Wolverine and Sabretooth with. Oh, uh, I, don't, I, I mean, it's really more like like he's. I mean, he's truly embodying Wolverine because he gets bodied every time. <laughs> Vega body slams the whole entirety out of his soul, and and I mean, apparently he loves it because he will not leave until Vega hisses him out of the room. But so for context for those listening, um. So, Alana and I are roommates. Uh, Alana has a cat that's, what, like 16 pounds? He's a big, he's a big... 18. Mm-hmm. 18, yeah, sorry. And, for you. Um, and Ziggs is a tiny little fluff ball of a kitten who's maybe mm, just about two months. I should maybe? also clarify, my cat, though he is a large cat, he is not a, a chonky boy. He is just no, big. He's just big. So he's awesome. like, yeah, he's like a, a yard, like he's a little bit longer than a yardstick from nose to tip of his tail. He's a small yeah. dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I buy things for him, I have to shop in the dog section. Yeah, like, yeah, there yeah. aren't cat yeah. things for him and he destroys like he breaks cat toys because he's so big yes. he tries to play with them but they're built for like tiny cats that have tiny paws and he's like Grr! and then it just like rips to shreds and it's like well, <laughs> yeah. i think he and wally are the same similar breeds because that sounds just like my boy wally and he is yeah, a year now and he's 15 pounds already He's just a big cat. I don't think Ziggs is going to be a big cat like that, but I mean, you I know. hope so. I want him to be big. Join the big cat crew. All I all I've ever had are giant cats. Well, you know, here's hoping. He's yeah. he's got a while yet. Like I said, he just now I think got to two months. So <clears throat> go by so fast. Um. So, anyways, try try Gardenscapes, everybody. It's fun. You can let me know what you think. Um. So, Alana. Let's mm-hmm. hear your vibes. Shower us with the vibes. Well, um, I, I've, I wa- I've watched and finished Black Summer, which you know I've already mentioned my feelings <laughs> on that. Um, I know I'm like, what is it at this point? Five years late to the party, maybe more. I don't know what year it came out. 2017. Anyway, uh, I just got around to watching Blackfish. I don't really remember why I didn't. But here's the thing. I think I, I think I know why. I don't really need a documentary to tell me SeaWorld is bad. Like, I don't, I just never felt the need to have it explained to me. It's sort of like, here's a documentary about why slavery wasn't so great. Be like, I don't really need to watch that. I can just, you know, yeah. It came out in 2013. Wow. Yeah, 2013. So I'm like eight years late. I can't do math anyway. Point is, um, uh, I, I actually just watched it the whole way through and it, Honestly, mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, more about like Shamu or some of the dolphins or just generally SeaWorld, but it was more specifically about uh, a particular black whale that killed a lot of people, uh, mm-hmm. like three trainers and attacked more and just like the way how, you know, out of pocket SeaWorld was and being negligent. And yeah. again, it was one of those things where I always knew SeaWorld was bad, but I didn't know and uh, I didn't know they were dumb, dumb, like big dumb. <laughs> Like, you know, you sort of expect your villains to be a little bit smarter than that. And it was basically, hey, let's just let's just do crimes and pretend that they're not, you know, let's just be the worst villains. Like it's Cruella DeVille levels of why would you do that? You know, (laughs) 
you know it, it's just like hey let's let's take these babies from their moms even though it clearly distresses them and the adults that died trying to save them let's cut them open fill them with rocks and then let them sink to the bottom but i'm like kind of villainous shit is this and then <laughs> you know and then of course SeaWorld's like we do what the us we do who said that and then you know it's like they weren't official employees i'm like but you hired them to do it though and then they were like well why'd you take the baby save on shipping costs son of a bitch you know it's just like Wait, wait, really so it's just like you know people they were like uh, a lot of the ex-trainers are like yeah we thought i'd never be a trainer because you have to be so experienced to know what you're doing and it's like nah yeah lol they were like do you know how to swim are you personable get on <laughs> and so it was just how viciously underprepared they were and and how they were just lied to and i remember them going like yeah no the the fin drooping isn't a sign of sadness you know they droop in the wild i remember as a kid i was like i don't know man i watch a lot of like national geographic and pbs and um that i've never seen that on on the tv i've never seen that but <laughs> i've never you, seen that on the tv <laughs> but you keep showing me your whales and they look fucking depressed it seems like that right? fin, the whole reason it's there on literally every other fish is for it to stand up why are all of yours looking just droopy and, and unhappy? I don't I don't get it. And, yeah. and it was just like all their weird fucking practices where it was like, yeah, since Telecom was so big and so popular, we just bred them all over the place. And it was like, so you took a killer whale who had a psychotic break and killed three people and thought this is the DNA we want spread throughout <laughs> our killer whales. Fucking, it was just goofy. Like watching it was just like, wow, this is really sad. But I mean, the poor guy got to rest in peace. Finally, like in, I think 2017 is when he died. But uh, mm -hmm. but it was like, man, that's that's rough stuff. I'm mad that he had to just die there performing daily <laughs> until Aww. he just got until he just got um uh, sick lungs. But yeah, uh, I, I've always thought that SeaWorld was just the worst. I'm like, um, no, that yeah, we never really went there. I don't think I've ever been to SeaWorld because I've never wanted to go. I always same. Bad. I never wanted yeah. to see. Like I literally saw the trainers like in the ads. They would have the trainers be thrown out of the water, and I'd be like, well, I feel like I've seen all I wanted to see from that. I think Free Willy made me that way. You know what I'm saying? I was that way before Free Willy. I just never cared to see that. And like for zoos, they were like, well, these are animals that can't be brought somewhere like else. And I'm like, mm, yeah. are they? Because I, I kind of feel like it's sort of weird that we have exactly this number of all the animals from exactly. around the world in all these yeah, places. I feel like, I feel like you've, you've captured yeah. them. Like, yeah, there's a difference between like a zoo and then like a safe haven for animals that are endangered. That, that you can that you can just look into. But I just mm -hmm. never liked the idea of going to a zoo and then like, hey, lion, mm -hmm. where are you? Come out here so I can look at you. Okay, good, exactly. bye, nerd. You know, it just it never really felt great. So when I, I've been to the the Atlanta Zoo like several times, I know they have more rescue animals now than one would than they probably said they had originally you know mm -hmm. but um i'm still kind of like zoos are just really sad places because even if they are yeah, being uh -huh. rescued yeah. it's like dude it sucks that this is your life from now yeah. on this is it yeah. this entire enclosure it that's it and it's like ah. it's like you can see their dreams in their eyes like mm. i wish i wasn't here you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> like, it's so I, I never was really into any of that. The closest thing I came to like a big whale show was um, I went to the Georgia Aquarium and my mm -hmm. fa my family went and they were like, we're, we got 
tickets to see the dolphin show but even then first of all dolphins are horrible rapists but second of all um i i was just kind of like i've seen like i mean i guess it's it's interesting to have had the experience but i'm like i kind of feel like i've seen all the tricks a dolphin can do like i've seen yeah. all the ways in which this finned animal can throw itself out of the body out of the water or at a body like i cool they jump out in time to the music neat i guess i don't can we go you know but at least yeah. like i feel like dolphins generally are a little bit easier to give that space to and a bit more mental stimulation but people are fucking weird anyway is my point um stop stop, <laughs> stop like, putting animals in captivity to look at things. yes I, I feel the same way alana like i feel that way about show dogs and horses like just yeah the, the, the breeding is out of pocket it's just like please yeah. stop breeding them into into obsolescence like just <laughs> breed them until their bodies can't hold their own weight and then judge them for anymore. the like, yeah. for the two seconds that they are able to stand up judge them fiercely exactly yeah turn I them on their backs and then make them jizz into a cup so you can spread this defunct gene amongst hundreds of others it's just, yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty. Good. So that those beautiful vibes aside, I started listening to an audio book called Find Us. I got about halfway through because before I hit this point called I don't give a fuck anymore. And I'll be honest, it's not <laughs> that Find I, Us. Find Us. Here's the okay. thing, right? Okay, it's not the book's fault. I will 100% call it is not the book's fault on this Aren't one. Weren't you reading Animorphs? Yes, oh, but no. I ran out of tokens. Okay. Um, but anyway, so this like, is like, 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 uh, flying fuck tokens oh, or no, just no. like actual tokens. No, like, like, um, on, uh, on audible, they give you like a free book voucher oh, yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, and okay, so okay. I used them all on animorphs and then I was out of them and you I'm not paying money. <laughs> so oh. I was like, uh, nah, my, my time of buying those books has passed. <laughs> Uh, only place I'd buy an Animorphs book would be at a at a book oh, fair at my school library man, in the nineties. Other than rough. that, get fucked. Uh, but... I'm sorry you did that. I'm so I'm gonna <laughs> give you a couple of <laughs> what I have like random Audible tokens just hanging out. Maybe I can send you a few because that is, that makes me sad for you. Well, no, I mean, I I mean, I'm sure I can I can uh, I can find the books elsewhere, like at a local library. I mean, I'm not out of options. It was just in terms of me driving around and just trying to listen to something to you know occupy my ears while I'm working. Um, you know, find us just seem. It was just a, it was one of the free Audible exclusives that were a part of it, and I was like, all right, fine. And mm -hmm. so I was listening to it, and I just it was like basically a woman who is a ex police officer who is now a secret FBI agent who is undercover trying to find domestic terrorists that are in high schools. It's a very specific, specific, specific job. But anyway, um, in high school, yeah, like she's looking for school shooters or someone who's going to blow up oh. a thing. Like she's trying to suss out those kind of kids based on their online profile and their Reddit history or something. Apparently, it's a thing. Anyway, um, not the school shooters, but someone looking for them. Um, mm -hmm. But it's uh, you know she goes through this effort to to do it, and then apparently, and maybe it's not even fucking her kids, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, her kids apparently get kidnapped by this guy and this younger girl who are just gonna I don't know what they're gonna do with them. Like halfway through the book, I don't know what their plan is. It's not ransom or anything. It's uh, and they seem to not be planning to kill them because he's like, oh, we're not gonna hurt the kids or whatever. I don't I don't know what his plan is, but the thing is, because he's not planning to kill them or hurt them or rape them or anything, I'm kind of like, well, what is what am I scared is gonna happen here? Like you need to like I mean I guess it's it's like 
freaky that why, that, why, that the boy. Why, why am I listening to this? Yeah, Is like the yeah, it's sort of like the, it's upsetting that the boy got hurt. I guess because he's like he got hit in the head when he got thrown down the stairs into their little I don't know capture basement. But it was not an intentional <laughs> wound. It wasn't like they hit him and and intended to you know fuck him up that bad. So I'm like, eh, if you're not on Buffalo Bills level, I'm kind of not concerned really and that's just me personally like i understand it is concerning to be kidnapped at any point especially like a nine-year-old i get it that's concerning however again if they're not trying to wear your skin for me personally i'm sort of like eh. and maybe <laughs> yeah, it's my yeah, yeah. it's too yeah, much yeah. time for me working with like you know watching true crime documentaries and watching truly horrific people like cut yeah. through swaths of people and cut them in half and pose them out in the middle of a field and shit like there's just some truly horrific shit that's been yeah. done so then when it's like i'm gonna capture you and i don't know feed you eventually you might be hungry i'm like eh. in terms of danger it just doesn't spike my oh man that's fucked up are you gonna get there in time it's like they'll probably be fine you yeah know, so. it's not it's not that like dean Koontz level of like yeah. oh that's fucked up yeah you know like mm-hmm. yeah so it's 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 no it's no wayne gacy cut the, it's just like oh, okay so it's not the book's fault like everything doesn't need to be the the hyper end of viciousness all the time it's just my personal interest sort of wanes when it's like and then he might i don't know not feed them for two hours i'm like oh. <laughs> i mean if i had to pick a kidnapper i'd pick the one that would just you know be kind of concerned for my welfare and at least feed me even if it's not like on time i'm okay with that so eh. um i i listen to some of the audio dramas that me and steph listen to on spotify they're pretty good was yeah they are really good one or was it an audio drama that you listened to the me you know it was a, it was an audio book like it's just a it's a fantasy narrated non, non it's a fictional novel yeah if you if you like some sci-fi stuff did keep did you ever listen to the the one where it was like the ship it was like a sentient ship uh which way is it a comedy or serious <laughs> no it was it was serious it was uh i hit i um okay i'll have to find the podcast again i haven't I not haven't watched. I haven't listened to that one, and I can't remember the name of it. It is on, but I do remember you telling me about it, and I added it to like my follows. So when I'm done with the other stuff that I'm listening to, I can listen to that. <laughs> but nice. I remember you sending it to me. It's uh, about a I woman think... on a, is a woman on a ship, and like the ship is a lot. Well, not yeah, she's it's sentient, and she's trying to survive. Is that that one? No, it's just a oh. ship. Oh, it's just a ship. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know about that one at all. <laughs> no, I just know about this one where the lady is on a ship and she's, you know, trying to survive life out there, and the ship talks back to her as well. And because, yeah, it's a sci-fi novel or sci-fi drama. Um, you gotta tell right. me what that one is. So find uh, it, send it to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Alana, well, I think you would like some of the ones. I, they're good. They they are good. They're short yeah. stories. Some stuff is gone too that we've been listening to. Like a lot of stuff was on hiatus, and now everything is back. It sort so. of seems weird that a podcast would be on hiatus due to COVID. It'd be like the, well, the time. They record in person, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like they this would be the time to thrive. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, here we go. We've been waiting for this. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, like I know a few podcasts that were in person and then they, you know, because there is something to looking in the eyes of the person that you are ridiculing. Mm-hmm. However, um, it 
I like I was just like, man, it really feels like a week at most. But some places were just like, oh, we'll just cut and start up next season. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh but I uh I also I uh, started it a while ago. I don't know if I mentioned that I was in it, but I've caught up completely to Kim's convenience. Uh yeah, I think you said something about it. Yeah, uh I finally okay. finished the entirety of that show and um it's fine as far as like it it has a though the jokes are more modern, it has that same vibe of 90s sitcom co- comedy like family matters type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's fine as a show. People are like it's the number one and it's the best for showing like an immigrant family and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, I'm sure it does have a lot of diversity in terms of, you know, the community, especially since it takes place in Canada and there are, are diverse communities there, even in America, believe it or not. You would know it by watching our TV shows, but we have very diverse communities. And yes. so uh it it does show that and and show like these people who have come and bring their culture while their children kind of grow up in american culture and it has those elements without overly stressing them you know it's just like yes it's here but it's not like the focus of today's ep- episode is this type of food you know it's just like it's it's how we live and that's it and so i'm like that's There's neat some controversy I, about this show I, i'm sure there is i'm sure i'm there, sure like, yeah, something about the cast and stuff. And they oh, were like, up I I yeah. know it doesn't matter what you do if you even dip a toe in something and you go, I'm gonna try and be a little bit more, and everybody's gonna be like, here's what you didn't do. It's like okay. So <laughs> anyway, um, but I don't have a problem with the show. Just watching it generally, I'm like, oh, it's a fun thing to watch. I don't agree with all of the points they try and make or anything, but it's not really for me to agree with. The show has a stance; it takes it, and I go, okay. You know, I just watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and some things I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. And other things I'm like, uh, I have to look that up. I don't think that's a thing. But you know, um, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's it was a little, little fun thing to watch. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like if it got erased from my memory. I wouldn't build a time machine to be like you have to go <laughs> back and watch it. But I'm, I'm fine that it sits there in my head. It's like it's a it's thing not to note. That good. Great. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was just a. It was a. It was an interesting bit of I don't know as as tv uh sized as it would be it was an interesting bit of korean american culture or korean canadian culture um Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i mentioned it a while back but since i was bringing up the netflix things i watch it i've watched i watched oxygen my advice is if you are if you are pretty easily fooled oxygen is good for you and if you can figure out pretty basic plot devices pretty quickly don't watch it because the things you do figure out you will figure out early and the things you don't you will not be pleased by that's the one where like the oxygen is low Mm -hmm. in the ship and they have to figure and there's a guy he's in the no you know you're thinking of um stowaway or or whatever the word is for someone like space trapped yeah this is this is a woman who is trapped in like a one by one type but like in a coffin and she and it's a uh and it's a life pod or like a like a surgery pod i guess so apparently it was like oh the idea is after you take you know do surgery in the future or wherever they are you go into this pod and you recoup and then when you wake up the doctors will take you out and make sure you're okay but she's running out of oxygen in it and she's 
and she's like, well, let me out. And so she thinks she's been kidnapped and there's just all this stuff. But it's sort of like certain questions she does and does not ask or things that she doesn't pursue. I'm like, uh, I don't think I don't think you would pursue that. Like, that's a thing that you'd be like, what the fuck? Excuse me. You know, but it no. was just it was like, uh, especially later when they're like, no, this woman is like dummy smart. And it's like, oh, if, if she's dumb smart, then she shouldn't be dumb, dumb, because that <laughs> not doing that is that's the name of the episode. <laughs> pretty stupid. But anyway, those are my vibes. Um, other than that, I've been playing the same video games. I've been building computers in a monotonous job. Because that's what video games do to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm glad you still like that video game simulator. Oh, it's a computer building simulator. That, 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 that's <laughs> what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> the word. She said the word. Mm-hmm. A game in which you play a video game on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, guys, that takes us on to uh, animation news. Anybody got some newsy news? I got nothing. Not free animation this week. I have a little. I have a little bit, but it's probably going to overlap with what you've got. Um, the the main one for me was just Scooby meets Courage. The cowardly mm-hmm. dog is a thing that is going to be happening, and I am so excited about that. It's like my childhood dreams have come true. Yeah, like I but am, I am like because Eustace is not the same guy. Well, it can't be. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like medium on Scooby Doo. Like I don't dislike him, but I don't particularly like him. But I like him enough what? to where, yeah, it's just, it's like, it's not like I hate him. It's just, you know. If he's there, cool. And if he's not, all right. But like with Scooby. him, him mixed with courage is 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 pretty cool. I think that would be neat because they both live in the realm of weird shit is happening. And uh, yeah. the only other thing for me, I guess, like there's other news, but it's probably all on Lakita's list. Was Masters of the Universe Revelation is coming to Netflix? Um, oh, I didn't have it. Yeah, uh, as a as a 90s child because i was born in the 80s but i i was a television child of the 90s i miss t-man so i don't care even remotely but (laughs) i do think that this would be if i am ever to care this looks like it would be the best chance for that to happen we'll see um and then i'll i'll let lakita uh go and see if any of our stuff's overlap um so i got some news about uh dan Harmon. Uh, who co-created Rick and Morty. Um, He's making a new show for Apple TV+. Plus. It's based on The Strange Planet, alien cartoons by artist Nathan Pyle. Um, The series is going to be 10 episodes long. Um, Harmon is going to be credited as the co-creator. And um, it's basically heartfelt stories um, on a planet that feels pretty similar to ours. Um, It's going to be funny, obviously, because Harmon is involved with it. Um, but you've probably seen these cartoons before. If not, there is an official Instagram page for it. It's called Strange Planet. There are six million followers on that page. Um, it's pretty cute. I'll send it to you guys. It's very, very basic, um, characters. And, um, you can look forward to that on Apple TV Plus, um, on June 25th. I guess, um, sure. 
And so, yeah, there's that. Also, for fans of Studio Ghibli, or Ghibli, however you say it, um, if you have a lot of money and you're okay with spending it on stuff, there is a an auction right now for uh, Studio Ghibli animation cells from uh, My Neighbor Totoro, um, like original uh, cells and hand-painted, you know, production cells from the opening credits of the studio masterpiece. Um, they're kind of small. They're like seven by one inch uh, <laughs> to 14 by 10 inches. So they're like tiny to big, but not incredibly large. Um, apparently there's one that uh, features Mei and Satsuki and waiting in the rain, that little, that famous scene, you know, with the umbrella. Um, and it, it's sold, or it's currently priced for $17,500. So if you guys have like money, money, um, if you're thinking, you can, I do I want a car or something on my wall? Right. Yeah. Or do I want a car on my wall? Then you should go ahead and, you know, bid on some of these auctioned cells. I mean, it's pretty cool because, what was it their 35th anniversary, I believe, was this month? Um, and or that's when Hayao and the boys got together and started working on being a studio. So a lot of things are happening in Studio Ghibli world right now. Um, also, Final Fantasy IX is being adapted into a kids animated TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And I felt like, Alana, you probably had some things to say about it. Oh, actually, <laughs> shockingly, not really. My only problem oh. is the last, because I didn't really play 9. Um, okay. for no, well, I didn't really start Final Fantasy until 10, and then everything I played after that was retroactive. So I went okay. back to 7, and then 8 made me so angry I didn't get to 9. But... Um, oh. <laughs> Uh, but in this case, the, my last experience with uh, Final Fantasy animated, like an anime series, was Final Fantasy Unlimited, and that was ubermensch trash. That is a series so trash, anyone who remembers it just goes, oh, God. Like, I've never heard anyone say, yeah, you know, it was pretty, like, oh, no, it was it was incredible trash. It was trash to Final Fantasy as Spirits Within was to the movie industry oh, like wow. version side of things it had nothing to do with anything if you had just literally called it unlimited the anime right it still would have been boring but at least you wouldn't have gone in thinking chocobos and magic and all oh, materia it's gonna be amazing it's like no nah, it's just some idiots lost in the desert or something i don't know oh well it's it's a thing now so <laughs> um it's gonna be basically um geared towards 8 to 13 year olds and family audiences I mean like Final um, Fantasy 9 mm-hmm. and it's being distributed uh, by Cyber Group Studios um, and so there's something called co-viewing I guess uh, you can watch it with other people um, I don't know what co-viewing is I've never heard that word besides like watching it together like unless that means virtually um or whatever but it says the show aims to please gamers um as the adaptation will maintain the world of the game thanks to the supervision of square enix um while incorporating some additional major production and entertainment value and that is what worries me because <laughs> basically what they're saying is it's going to be a fan fiction in the world of final fantasy 9 okay 
Mm. And I, and I, I, that, that never bodes well. It's like, you already have a script for what to do. You already have it. Matter mm. of fact, it's already animated for you to be perfectly honest, just stitch the cutscenes together. But instead of doing that, you're going to do something else. Cause you think you're clever. <laughs> I don't trust you. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope, okay. I hope I'm wrong. I'd it like to see something nice. Yeah, it might be good. But I'm yeah, not going to be good. optimistic because I've already learned. I, I bought Final Fantasy Unlimited. I bought that DVD and I brought it home to my house where my other good DVDs were. And I put it in my PlayStation <laughs> 2 and I let it play on my sacred TV that I'd had since a small child. And 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 it 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 was such an abomination. Like I, I was in disbelief. And the only reason I finished the DVD was because I bought it. Like I'm not gonna not watch something i bought but it was pain mm-hmm. well, there you go um for those of you guys who are not familiar with final fantasy 9 um it was first released in 2000 um on playstation then it got re-released on android in 2016 android ios and pc and then in 2017 on playstation 4 and in 2019 on the switch so um i mean it's it's been regenerated <laughs> basically lot. you can find so somewhere guess, to play it yeah so you guys can play it anywhere because it's on everything um so yeah there's there's that um other games slash animation news uh, mortal kombat legends battle of the realms officially was announced by warner brothers it's an animated not not a live action crap show um it is going to be the upcoming sequel to the 2020 r-rated animated feature mortal kombat Legends: scorpion's revenge um if you guys anyone out there is a mortal kombat fan i hope that you is will enjoy the animated feature better than the shitty movie that we had to all experience i am a mortal kombat fan but i'm a fan of the game i don't know that the story is anything i care to pursue to be honest (laughs) That's one where you could go off the rails with a fan fiction. You'd be better served. Yeah, just, just not so off the rails that you're at the remake levels. But yeah. just like you know, do something more interesting with it. I know eleven of whatever the last Mortal Kombat was had a lot of like um, 11, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. MK MK marks kind of freaking out because they were like, oh man, this happened, but then the characters got nerfed and things got weird. And I'm just like, you know, uh, I'm I'm good <laughs> on that. Like I just don't. With fighting games, especially when they have to be iterative, I never expect mm-hmm. a story to make any sort of. I, the story could make progressive, uh, yeah, because it's like you have to keep having the same characters fighting the same tournament, and everybody has an ending, but there has to be a canonical uh, canonical ending. So it's like, what, uh, what do we, what, what's happening? And it's like, well, shouldn't these characters be older by now? It's been twenty five years, you know, like mm, Street Fighter, <laughs> and so like they it. try and age him up, but then the story's been stagnating for thirty years. So then why, why do we, why now? You know, so it's always kind of a mess. So when it's like oh, we're gonna make it into a series, I'm like, ah, we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see. Um, in this story, um, of course. In- the same people are always going to be in this. In so let let me guess. Um, Gordo and Rain. Or possibly <laughs> Scorpion and Sub-Zero. That's a slim chance. But it's Gordo and Rain, main characters, right? No. Uh-huh. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, the Damn. first one, so, I mean, the other one, 
it, the one that is the sequel to is called Scorpion's Revenge. So, I mean, you were kind of there. Oh, no, um, I was absolutely one... there because I said the off chance that it's going to be uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion is always yeah. correct. Yeah. That's, that's always that's what, what it's going to be. Cares about, right? So this one's about uh, the team of heroes are besieged by the enemy forces of Shao Kahn, forcing Raiden and his group of warriors into a deal to compete in a final Mortal Kombat that will determine the fate of the realms. So I mean, aren't you know, they it's, all the final Mortal Kombat? It's, really? <laughs> it's always about that. So yeah, I enjoy the games more than the um, anything the adaptations about. You know, I've never seen um, the this first one, Scorpion's Revenge. I've never watched it. Apparently, it's a blockbuster hit that came out last year. Yeah, I, <clears> I probably won't be delving back to watch it. I just don't care about Scorpion or Sub Zero enough, or literally any character in that universe. It's sort of strange because I feel like fighting games 100% all of the time need a story mode, but also I don't care about the story mode like in an official storytelling <laughs> capacity. It's sort of weird. It's like why I don't like Virtual Fighter. It doesn't have a story mode. And they're like, okay, well, here's some shitty story. And I'm like, nah. I want I want graphics. If I if I learn <laughs> if I learn your stupid no, fucking combos for five days straight, I want to see that you animated something for my effort. I, I don't even care if it's just like a you don't need to animate it, just a picture will do. Just give me something to say my guy went on and won the tournament and I did the good thing. Good job. Like that that's what I want. But yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Um it comes out on August thirty first on Blu-ray DVD. And I'm guessing digital because it's Warner Brothers, so it'll probably be on um, HBO Max because they are Warner Brothers affiliated. Um, in other news, uh, there is a new cartoon series called Jellystone. Um, it is based on um, uh, Yogi Bear and Boo Boo and Huckleberry Hound, but it looks completely different. I sent you guys this earlier today. As usual, it always looks different. Different yeah. better, different bad. It's cute. It's very um what is this? Uh fairly odd parents. Oh, oh okay, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm down uh, for this. Yeah, I'm down for this. Cute. I'm not mad at them. Um, but <clears throat> it's gonna be on HBO Max. Uh a trailer came out Thursday and uh it's bringing back characters that we haven't seen on TV in like thirty years because I know there's been some movies. Hey, yeah. Um <laughs> There's been some movies and stuff like that. Um, There's been movies with Yogi Bear? Yes. Yeah, like 3D. Where have I been? Like, I don't know. Where have you been? <laughs> playing playing Gardenscapes, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, I it's it looks like it might be okay. Uh, season it, one. It looks like um, it looks like a oh shit, what was it? Uh, I can never think of the actual name. It was <clears throat> Cow and Chicken. Oh, that's what it looks like. Cow and chicken. Yeah. Thank you. It does. It, totally it does. still really looks like uh, fairly odd parents, though, it with the pointiness. Like well, the, 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 the pointiness is, is very odd parentish, but it's the proportions that are cow and chicken. Because cow oh, and chicken had uh, a bunch of wonk ass proportions where, like, I the head is huge. Cow and chicken was my jam, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because I, uh, I keep wanting to call it I Am Weasel. Like, I keep wanting to call the show oh. I Am Weasel, but I'm like, it's not called <laughs> I Am Weasel. It's called Cow and Chicken. Like, it always takes me a minute. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, um, I, I'll actually probably watch this because I'm a fan of, like, the Yogi Boo Boo. Huckleberry Hound was my jam um, when I was little. So, <clears> I, I you, you know what? This. You know what I need a revamp of since they're coming back with like all the old shows? Can 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 a homie get some fucking Johnny Quest? 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can. All right, what you got to do is there's a show. Type it in. Venture Brothers, right? No, no, and- no, 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 no. Venture Brothers was like like a goofy version of Johnny Quest. I disagree. I think it's the I most want, serious wanted- it would ever be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want I want some good old fashioned like like questing with with the whole crew and and but, okay. But can you just accept <clears throat> that you wouldn't want it because what's going to happen is um that. They're gonna have to take that Indian kid and send him past the uh, the sensitivity trainers, <laughs> and when he comes back, he's not gonna be who you think he is. Oh, oh man! So, um, I mean, you know, it's it's it's, it's sort know? of like how I wish Xena would be updated, but I also don't because I already know how they're going to devour that show, and it's going to turn into just this. Ouroboros of terrible writing and decisions and social justice warriors screaming into the mouths of the writers who are trying to appease everyone and offend no one while offending everyone and telling a bad story. Like, I just rather <laughs> it be what it was and just sit in the past unnoticed. Wow. I mean, there there was a wow, man, there was like an early 2000s version of Johnny Quest, and that's yeah, the one I actually want to come back. Uh, yeah. the, I've seen the old one, the old old original one. Uh-huh. That one can stay in the past. Yeah, that's the one. That's the <laughs> one where I'm like, bro, what is this? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the newer revamped version. Uh, I thought that one was pretty. I thought that one was pretty good. Yeah. So the one that was on Cartoon Network or, or mm-hmm. on like uh, they were all on Cartoon. Boring. They were both on Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah, but no, the newer them. one was on um, Toonami. There you go. That's what it was on. That's still Cartoon Network. Because cool shows. I know, but I mean, like, Toonami was, like, the cool shows. <laughs> I love and... Toonami's little giggle. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all right, if you want to remember it that way. Toonami oh, no, had good stuff with Tom, but then they ruined Tom. They were like, we're going to update him. I'm like, why? Who asked for this? Who? When they made Tom fat, like that's when I was I, like, I, what? I literally wanted to punch him. I was like, no one, no one was sitting at home going, I wish Tom were just representative of my body type as a robot. Like, <laughs> what? Who was doing that? Whoever that person was, need to shut the fuck up. Oh, I love it. Oh man, yeah, that was uh, completely unnecessary. I, when mm-hmm. he came back, I was like, what the fuck was he doing on his spaceship for all this time? Like nothing and then and then after it was like they once they took like i don't know if anybody here has watched bojack but there's one scene that i that sticks with me and i just think of it all the time and it's where bojack left uh todd in the house and he left him a letter that said don't do anything don't move don't even breathe and then he sneezes and he goes well seals off of that one and he just goes nuts and destroys the house and that's what i think of a lot of the times when stuff like this happens because it'll be like we redesigned tom and then they started doing it all the time they were less like oh well we broke the seal on that one is like caps off that bag of chips gotta, gotta go ahead and go nuts and i'm just like what what do we <laughs> stop redesigning what? him every month what is this yeah that was unnecessary <clears throat> well back to the jellystone so here is the description that hbo max put out for it set in the charming town of the same name jellystone um it follows an ensemble of hannah Barbera characters as they live work and play um, and destroy the town in some silly way together. Huckleberry Hound is the proud town mayor. Cindy, Boo Boo, and Yogi are the town's medical staff. 
Jabberjaw works at Magilla's clothing store where they supply all the bows, ties, and hats. And every character has a specific role in the community. Their paths cross in, uh, cross in fun and ridiculous ways, turning everyday activities into hilarious pandemonium. So you can look forward to watching Jellystone Season 1 on HBO Max on Je July 29th. So I'm going to watch it because it sounds adorable. Uh -huh, and, uh -huh, uh -huh. Also, I mean Natasha. Natasha. Yeah. <laughs> Boris. So, <laughs> I mean, because yeah. Buckleberry Hound's in there. I mean, I feel like they're just going all in. So. I don't know. They may not go all in. You know who else I miss? This is Droopy D. I loved him. Like, huh. Droopy D? Yeah, the dog. Droopy dog. You don't remember him. Look no, up. I don't. You remember me? Yes. Exactly <laughs> it, it, I, was he the white droopy dog yes. that kind of like moped around? You figured around? it out. Okay, yeah, it, <laughs> it was Alana's voice that was like, "Oh my god, I do remember." Yeah, I do. That was perfect, Alana. Thanks for that. <laughs> it jogged my memory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his, his name may not be famous, but his demeanor is. Oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, he had that uh, that Eeyore vibe. I'll tell you, yeah, I was just about to say like he was like the dog, dog form of Eeyore. I, yeah. I will say, like, I love Eeyore. what I genuinely miss, like, the kind of creative cartoon thing that I miss is like early Cartoon Network back before Tom's change when they used to have like the cool cartoon, cartoon intros, and more importantly, when they used to just do cool spoofs on their own shows. So, when they had like yeah. a whole music video that was, we got a gorilla for sale. Gilla gorilla for sale yeah. and then they just like go monkey go mojo joe joe and they had just all oh, these man. really cool just for no reason other than it's fun and neat animations and stuff like that and i was like man that was like the height of creativity and it animation was. and stuff it wasn't just oh these were the best shows it was that the people who were creating them were also just free to kind of have fun and you could tell it was yeah. fun Mm -hmm. I think Nickelodeon was doing some of the same things, just not as great as they were doing it on Cartoon Network. You know, they pushed the envelope a little bit more and got like super creative on Cartoon Network. But Nick Nickelodeon tried to, and I love them. They <clears throat> hold a special place in my heart. Yeah, I, th um, I think they were very solid. Not miss it. Mm -hmm. So uh, Star Trek, um, you know, you know, I'm I'm on that Star Trek shit. Uh, there's an animated, <laughs> there's an animated movie in the works. There's a lot of cool shit happening with the Star Trek franchise that I'm very excited about. Um, so Lower Decks was a really solid, hilarious um, animated series. So they actually have a um, movie, like a animated movie that's in the works based on the uh, Lower Decks and Prodigy uh, spinoffs for Star Trek. So I'm super excited about that. Um, there's a bunch of other shows that are going to be spinning off from the Star Trek franchise. Uh, you guys can catch any of that on Paramount Plus, which used to be CBS All Access, which used to be something else probably. But it it's a pretty solid animated series, and you should give it a try if you haven't yet. <clears throat> uh, Netflix is uh, launching a new LGBTQ plus comedy called Q-Force. Um, it is an animated series. They had a trailer for it. I think that dropped this week. Um, and <clears throat> the it's an adult animated series. 
and it is uh the plot is basically steve merriweather aka agent mary was once the golden boy of the american intelligence agency aia till he came out as gay unable to fire him the agency sent him off to west hollywood to disappear into obscurity instead he assembled a misfit squad of lgbtq plus geniuses so I think this may be no, this is not the first because there's another animated series that's on Netflix that is um, LGBTQ. There's a there's a yeah. couple actually. It's like drag. It's a drag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I haven't watched it, but I know this is not the first one. But um, I think that this is uh, pretty cool for those who. Uh, I hope it's not pandering. I hope Netflix isn't doing what everybody else. <laughs> yeah, um, I I would also like to point out that I'm getting as as a creative who's like going out into the world to to get work published. Um, it's really irritating that people don't know the difference between hiring black people in an industry versus having black people trying to tell black stories. Those are two mm -hmm. separate fucking things. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so it's they like are. when you yep. show up and you're just like hey and they're like yeah we're looking for black people to be on this thing and it's like i happen to be one of the blacks and they're like cool <laughs> now tell us about your life growing up in the hood i grew up in the oh, suburbs yeah. of louisiana don't know what to tell you about that didn't know any hood right. stuff um didn't listen to rap i listened to the backstreet boys in the 90s so uh <laughs> i could not identify a a biggie small song from a tupac song i actually um can only identify the two from each other because one is bigger than the other i'm gathering from name i don't know these things i am not encased in this culture i'm just a human being we're just trying to find a place well, at the table i think like representation of, of ethnic and cultured stories are important at the same time like we're just talking about hiring people it's like the same with the black voice right. actors it's like no fire the white ones and put black ones in their place i'm like or hear me out just hire more black voice <laughs> actors to voice whoever if they sound like the character they're supposed to okay right. that, that right there yes that yep. right there you're exactly yeah. right. So there are, of course, a lot of um, act or voice actors that are representative of the LGBTQ community. Um, Gary Cole, Sean Hayes, David Harbour, Lori Metcalf, and Patty Harrison, Wanda Sykes, Matt Rogers, and apparently Sean Hayes, who you guys would know from Will and Grace, um, that the 90s sitcom from, you know, back in the day. Uh, uh, I totally remember Will and Grace. I do, yeah, but I like never that. watched it entirely on purpose. Yeah, I mean, we were young, right? But well, I remember the show. Well, yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't young enough to uh, to hate the show. Like, I wasn't too, yeah. too young enough to form an opinion of the show. I just was done with like that type of sitcom because it was on the heels of like mad about you and just like nine others are exactly the same it was like oh, but this one yeah. it was like but because like i think mad about you was on like season like five or whatever when that came out or something it was just like i've i've been down this road it's like but but we got this gig it's like ah that doesn't yeah, make a different so it's it's the same thing to me i am over this this well, the, i am over the, this i am over <laughs> so the show is being produced by michael shore who uh worked on the office parks and recreation and saturday night live and both uh sean hayes and uh michael shore have written the script along with the uh, brooklyn 99 writer gabe liebman um so you can look for q force to debut on netflix on september 2nd of this year so that's pretty cool. And I don't know if I have any more. I have a lot of news, but I don't know if it's like yeah, no. real news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Oh, yes. So finally, uh, in the news that um, from Animation World Network, uh, the Triggerfish and Netflix are launching a Pan-African Story Artist Lab. Um, so it's one of several recent initiatives to help develop African the African animation industry. Um, the program is open to African citizens. Shortlisted applicants will have three months of paid skills development. Um, if you guys, if you are an African animator, not African American, Pan African, you have until July 23rd to submit um, your. Uh, that's the deadline for submission. Um, so Triggerfish has announced that they are being sponsored. This Pan African Story Artist Lab is being sponsored by Netflix. Only African citizens are eligible. Um, it wants to build on the success of Mama K's Team Four All Female Writers Lab, uh, which saw nine African woman, women placed in the writing room for the first animated Netflix series from Africa. I'm just curious. Um, um, so, the, I, I, so we're saying the word Africa for for this. It, it's a pretty big continent. But why yeah, do I why do I get this this really needly feeling that what's actually happening is South Africans will apply, which while there are black people in South Africa, what you oh. will really find in South Africa I is know, white like, people. South Africa is not Pan African, right? I don't know. Is it Pan African is different? Like, than yeah. South oh, okay, because because I'm just like it's I, a Pan African story artist. But lab, what what if you're South what if you're like what if you're like the one one of the six black South Africans? <laughs> you're like, but I have a cartoon too. <laughs> you oh, just no. have to wait till it's your turn. I don't know. It just because when they say because when you say like we're looking for African people, you would imagine that they mean black, which is what most people think when you first hear like, oh, this person's South African, and you go, oh, they're black, and then you see them and you go, oh. Oh, that is the opposite of what I was thinking. But <laughs> uh, but you could you quickly realize where people just go like ah, very ethnic, very African, like African or like South African. But <laughs> like I, I don't know, South Africa is just alternative Australia, slightly safer Australia. Yeah, I feel like that too. Um, <laughs> well, hopefully that that won't be a a mix up. <laughs> um the, the the remainder of the unless you had more to that story oh no i'm good on, on my news yeah um on my news uh the fourth season of solar opposites has been confirmed to, to hit hulu and so oh. i'm doing a little doing a little dance because i'm ready to see the terrarium yeah. pop off yeah, um, i finished uh, it so i'm ready yeah uh <laughs> Yeah, like you got to the end of that, you were like, "Oh man, what happens next in this terrarium?" Yeah, because it kind of ended abruptly for me. I was like, "There's not another episode." Yeah, it's like, "What? What? You can't <laughs> just leave me that. here." Like, what? What happens? Yeah, I was upset about that. It ended too soon. For yeah. Me, so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and so uh, they accidentally came across gold with what started as a joke became like the primary focus of Solar right. Opposites. It's like so fuck good. that space shit. Like, yeah, that's that's fine. But what's going on in this system of hamster cages? Okay. Um, so uh, Arcane is coming to Netflix in the fall. So here's the thing. It is an animated series for League of Legends. So at first, when I first heard the announcement, like two years ago or so, I was very 
to say lukewarm would be to um, exaggerate entirely what I was because what I expect, what I expected from it was it to be about two people who lived in Piltover or somewhere and them just be on a journey and I don't fucking care and I guess I'll watch it because I like League of Legends, but whatever. And then later they showed pictures of it and people were like, oh, it might be Vi and Jinx. And I'm like, first of all, don't say that because I've had I've been disappointed before. And it's like, yeah, it would make sense for them to focus on two of the characters from their show and, and never mind two of my favorite characters from the place that i like the most but i don't think that's going to happen but then arcane they had a short one that was vi and jinx and i was like is it actually going to be about them because if that's the case i'm going to watch all the episodes of this to now so um so i am tentatively excited for it because i've had my heart broken before that's the entire story of how i came to play final fantasy x2 because i thought the promo art which looked like <laughs> titus and you and, and uh, titus and yuna was actually titus and yuna but it wasn't it was shu yin and lin which are different fucking characters and so all the promo art was like look at titus and yuna and the feet like look at them they're growing their hair out and i'm like titus is back oh my god i'm so excited to see the rest of the story oh my goodness i'm so excited i was just so ready and i bought that game and i was like wait a fucking minute you mean to tell me you mean to tell me that this is just britney spears adventure with ghosts i'll vomit because yuna's just a songstress and she sings to bring people together and then she's doing it because two ghosts were sad that they couldn't touch butts together in the past <laughs> that's the whole fucking thing it was a waste of my time final fantasy x2 is if i die of a tumor it's that game that did it so anyway um uh so like arcane i'm kind i'm tentatively excited for so even though it's like look clearly it's vi and jinx i'll be like yeah but it might be like for episode one and then episode two is about whoever the fuck you know i refuse to i refuse to get all the way hypey but i'm a little hype and then last of all there's lord of the rings anime coming out called war of the roberim rohirim anyway a word with a lot of r's is r-o-h-i-r-r-i-m uh look it up it's like saying the word rural which i have a very hard time saying and so um if you are a lord of the rings fan it's like i know what battle that is you're saying it wrong well you're the type of nerd this is for because um i feel like any goodwill that lord of the rings kind of had was murdered with the hobbits films but i've never particularly had goodwill towards Lord of the rings i've tried my best like i am not inherently biased to that series i should like it but i don't um i watched the hobbit because i wanted to see legolas's calves and his arms stretch out and shoot bows um that's that's why i was there see his hair flow in the wind didn't give a fuck about anything else so you know um uh, if you enjoy that kind of thing, go for it. Uh, I'm just probably going to sit back and, unless something is amazingly animated, watch that just burn quietly in the background. I, I don't that that. Wow, not burn. Yeah, I mean, maybe it'll be a good burn. You know, maybe it'll be a burn of of, of rejuvenation for the series. I doubt it, but uh, yeah. So uh, now it's time for uh, gaming news. What you got, Stephanie? I don't think I have any. Wait, do I have gaming news? I might have some gaming news. Oh, wait. Okay, you got some, some, some game nizzle? Possibly. Maybe. I have one gaming news. Oh, okay. <laughs> got well, we'll... I'll go for it. All right, go for it. Because I think Steph is uh, away for now. 
Um, Space Jam has a game. A new legacy has a game, and it's not a basketball game. <laughs> um, so I know you guys know about like the uh, Space Jam <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I love what so, um, I just realized this whole time my mic was off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow. Welcome back. Welcome back to me because I was talking and I was just like, oh, well, you know. Anyways, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. If I had no, no, it's my fault because I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> you thought we were just ignoring you? Hey, Stephanie, go ahead. Anyway, Lakita, you go first. <laughs> no, I was talking and it kind of went until Lakita was like, I guess she's away. And I was like, no, 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 I'm here. Oh, yeah, that's what happens in virtual world. Okay, so. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, the film comes out in a few weeks, the new one that's with LeBron James and the Looney Tunes characters. So, um, in promotion of Space Jam, A New Legacy, Warner Brothers and Xbox teamed up to hold a contest for best tie-in game idea. Which, what? Okay. And so the game will be debuting next week as an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate perk. And then it will become become more widely available in mid-July. Um, it is not an arcade basketball game, but a 2D beat 'em up instead. So, uh, players. What? Yeah. <laughs> I said it wasn't a bad. You didn't hear that part. Players will be able to fight as LeBron James, Bugs Bunny, or Lola Bunny. There are other characters like Tweety. Uh, they'll make an occasional drop. Uh, they'll, she'll. Is Tweety a boy or a girl? I always thought boy. Tweety was a girl. It's a boy. Okay, well, there you go. He will occasionally drop power-ups like a uh, basketball, um, which will activate special abilities. Enemies include robots and members of the goon squad, like White Mamba and the Brow, as bosses. So on July 1st, Space Jam, A New Legacy, the game, will be available on Xbox Game Pass um, Ultimate Perks. And then on July 15th, uh, just before the release of the movie, it will become free to play on the Microsoft Store. Um, well, I have questions as to why it's a beat em up, but that's you know, I mean, well, for another day, they had a contest, and I guess it said they held a contest for best tie in game idea. I don't know if it was a contest released to the public or if it was like Warner Brothers and Xbox got together and I decided to. I can't yeah. express how irritating it is that they continue to refuse to challenge <laughs> any of the sports games. But that's fine. Who cares? Yeah. Just, who even cares? Whatever it is is probably going to be riddled with microtransactions and DLC or whatever. Who cares? Whatever. Right. That's or like buggy do. and unfinished. Yeah. Oh boy. And then they'll be like, what? It was for a contest. How, why do you want your money yeah. back? Yeah, yeah. As you can see, we have our expectations set high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So now that I'm back officially um (laughs) okay so there's lots of stuff right now happening in gaming uh so before we dive into all the e3 goodies which is i know a little bit old but hey maybe you've been playing phone games or under a cat i don't know we'll we'll see yeah um uh so i want to cover some more recent news before we get into those tidbits um so gamers which hopefully everybody listening to our podcast is gamer because we all we do is talk about games. Um, there's some new malware that's being hidden in cracked games. It's called Krakenosh, Krakenoosh, 
Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I like Krakenoosh. <laughs> and it's using gamers PC to mine for crypto. So if you yeah. haven't uh if you haven't guessed yet, that's not exactly great for your computer. It can uh it can burn out key components, slow down your PC, and it can even drive up your electric bill if you guys even pay that. Um mm-hmm. so experts have noticed that there's been an increase of 340% in attack on gamers because we spend lots of money on our hobby. Uh, we're constantly on our computers or PCs and we're super active. Um, so yeah, thieves have been figuring out that we're a good market to tap into because apparently we tie all of our online wallets. Huh? Damn it. So you, how, how? <laughs> This this is there. for crack I'm, games. Oh, she no, said crack okay. games, so that's that means downloaded illegally games. Yeah, yeah. This is mainly this is mainly a PC problem. Uh, they did say that they've been noticing like um, there's you know for for other console stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, if you go into lobbies and you're hunting for like cheat software, cracked games, like cracked DLCs for whatever, and then you somehow put it on your console or you know, if that's what you do, uh, you can be susceptible. But for the most part, this is for PC gamers. Um, so the company that makes uh, anti-virus software called Avast, they've been finding that there's this new, what is it, what is it called? Uh, Krakenoosh? Yeah, the, the Krakenoosh. Krakenoosh. Um, <laughs> it sounds so like... <laughs> Um, they've been finding it on at least 800 computers daily. So they know that there's like way more because not everybody runs a vast. And this is also worldwide. So that's not just here. This is like Philippines, Brazil, Europe, Mm -hmm. United States, fucking Australia. Um, and basically the most common games that it's been finding it linked to, um, or these games that are be giving away in like online forums. So Grand Theft Auto, NBA 2K19, and Pro Evolution Soccer 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of those are games that I would get off of a forum because like because of shit like this. But you know, whatever. Um, also, it's in a bunch of cheat software. And so basically what they're doing is they're putting this malware in it and then it'll mine for cryptocurrency in the background of your computer, making them rich and then slowing down your shit or burning out like your drives. Um, So that's a sad day. So just be careful where you get your games. I mean, there's a giant Steam sale going on right now. So just go hit up that instead. Yeah. (laughs) Um, for people who play Marvel's Avengers, there was a fun little update that uh, leaked your IP address as well as your streaming info. So it would do your IP address, your username, and then the current date and time. Um, so that was only if you were streaming, but well, anybody it would happen that... regardless. But it was only relevant if you were streaming. Yes, thank you. Want to see <laughs> up to date? Hip, because when I you play Marvel's Avengers, don't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I, lo- I looked at those <laughs> wax museum rejects and went, "Fuck that!" Yeah, you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're going to bring that, if you're gonna bring Tony Stark into my house, if he is not modeled to look like Robert Downey, you can just uh, turn about face of the door and walk back to your car. <laughs> I have no room for you. All right. 
<laughs> well, um, so as of this recording, which is on the 26th, there was a hot fix that uh, was released, and it does seem to have fixed it. Um, but, I mean, you know, if you played it and your IP address was out there, um, that sucks, bro. I'm sorry. Because nobody, nobody should. That's like showing your undies on TV. Well, it's worse because it's like someone can see your undies, but also <clears throat> have the ability to pull them down whenever they want forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like your undies with your address on them. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So those are those are the, the the bad news tidbits that I want to get out of the way. So be careful, be careful. Hackers are a dangerous crew. Um, so here's some fun rumors, and again, they're rumors. So you know, find your salt shakers. Mm -hmm. uh, the past few weeks, we've been hearing a lot of rumors and speculation that uh, Kojima has been talking to Xbox about his next game. Um, there are some people out there that are speculating that it is going to be an Xbox exclusive. Other people are saying that, like, PlayStation is just not going to be interested in it because it's probably going to be episodic. Uh, but a lot of people do feel like they agree that it's going to be a horror genre game, so that's pretty exciting for Kojima fans. Mm -hmm. Um... There's not, there's nothing that's been confirmed. Like Kojima, um, his company, or Xbox, all of them have been pretty tight-lipped about is it. Is this the blue box conspiracy <clears throat> thing? I uh, maybe. I have no idea. Is, just... that, that was that was rejected. Like that that was a conspiracy theory that they. No, there, so there was a. This all started because there was a stream from one of the Xbox. I think he's a CEO, and uh, there was something Kojima related in the background. And he is known for having stuff in the background that is eventually going to come out, or that they're going to talk about. Um, there's also been like a reporter, and then a couple of sources who who leak stuff um, pretty regularly, and who are pretty accredited or, or have a good track record and they all have confirmed that xbox and kojima are definitely in talks but nothing has been signed so uh coming from like a production standpoint um i can't tell you how many times we have been in talks for an animation or a project right. and it gets pretty far in talks but then no paperwork is signed so then it doesn't matter so until something is signed and you know um they talk about it like i said Find that salt shaker. And it could also um, just literally be a play to get more money for a re-up on a Sony contract or whatever. Like, it, there's a lot of reasons it could be. But in any case, I just want Kojima to live his best life. I don't care about his games. I didn't like any of the Metal Gear games. I don't care for Death Stranding. I just want him as a creator to be able to create stuff because I'm just for that. I'm pro creative yeah. vision. But I, I, as a PlayStation fan, I would not, I would not lament the loss of a kojima game they're always narratively a fucking mess and i think yeah, he has are. weird hang-ups on dumb shit that i don't think he realizes how dumb it is in english like like i, I, I just genuinely don't think he realizes like certain words like using the word otaku in english is not the same as using it in japanese vice versa him using like like dead hard man or whatever it's like it's a, do you realize that these are like comical names like when they are said in english to an english speaker they sound fucking stupid it doesn't sound really heavy like you seem to think it does and i and i don't think anyone is like brave enough to tell him how dumb his names are or that quiet uh, she needs to be naked all the time to absorb the light and, and water through her skin the fuck dude just say you like to see your bitches naked and move on 
<laughs> like, like, it's like, don't, don't be that guy. Just, just admit the truth. Yeah. So, so like, I mean, I, I would like for him to, to, in terms of, you know, someone who was fucked by Konami the way he was to go yeah. on to better things, but it's okay. That better thing is not PlayStation. You, you can keep it moving, but uh, to like, <laughs> don't, don't pedal that strange shit here. You can get in the car with that off brand <laughs> Iron Man no. and just drive away. I, Oh my goodness. I, I don't um, need it. I don't know, no, man. I, I hope he comes out with a, a PT or, or like finally a PT. Well, no, been wanting no, that no, no. For like I forever. don't want him to come out with a PT. I only want a PT where he was working with Guillermo del Toro because I trust Guillermo Ooh. to tell him to chill. Yes. I don't want to see his yes. version of horror. I don't think he has the nuance to do it in a way that would convey anything to me as an American. And when I say that, I mean like the cultural difference between Japanese horror and American horror are two kind of it's is different. different aspects yeah. so to blend those two well i think like you need somebody like guillermo to go okay well if this is what you're trying to do then here's how we do it i like that as a collaborative piece that's why i was excited and guillermo was like look I'm, i've been in too many talks with people about things that have died I, i'm kind of over it and so i'm like fair enough but that to me was the game him and guillermo that, and these that, people working together that was gonna be the yeah. game but yeah, just so. but just kojima working on it i mean i'm good thanks <laughs> <laughs> um good thanks like i said it could be other people involved uh i i mean like i said these are just rumors they're supposedly they've been in talks for several weeks um but we don't know anything more than that so um it'll be interesting we'll all i'll try and keep you guys updated about that because you know you know me i love my rumors um <laughs> Let's see. All right. So those are some of the big things that happened in the last like two weeks. So I'm just going to dive into some E3 because uh, until Nintendo and Microsoft pull out of it, it is it's it's still it's still. Kind well, of thing. Um, did you have any news after that? Okay. Um, no. okay, then I'll, I'll I just slot so. this in. Um, EA said yeah, the, EA said that they're going to revive Dead Space. Um, at uh, at EA Play on July 22nd. So if you care about Dead Space, apparently they're either going to reboot it or revive it. I, revive is such a vague word, but let me call Markiplier. Uh, yeah, because uh, that was his yeah. Jam. So it's it's apparently coming back. I like Dead Dead Space from a I watch someone else play it perspective because I refuse. You you will not. That story was all the fuck. Over oh yeah, the place. no, it was all the fuck over the place. <laughs> I'm talking about in terms of just spoopy. Um. Oh, yeah. yeah, spoopy was awesome story wise. Yeah. Oh was no, like, that was what? that was a clusterfuck. Uh, especially by the time you got to two and three, one was fine, sure, space ghosts. But, three was fucking. But terrible. three was terrible for every reason. The multiplayer, the just all of it, all of it was bad. Um, but in <laughs> in this particular case, I'm like, oh, I'd like to see that done well. I don't. It's EA, so I don't expect it to be. But I'm interested. To, I'll, I'm willing to sit at the table and listen. But I will mm -hmm. put it in the car with everyone else, and they can all drive away together. So, wow. so, so, mm -hmm. just a, a purely mm -hmm. PT Kojima uh, off-brand Iron Man and Dead Space can all drive away. I just, I, but I'm willing to listen before I send <laughs> the Uber <laughs> off into the distance. But that, wow. that's um, it for me. Uh, to write on your EA coattails, I wasn't even going to mention this because I didn't. I mean. Uh, so if you play Battlefield 4, um, apparently a bunch of people are playing that again. So EA is going to give you more server space. So then like load times and wait times and finding matches, all that stuff should be faster now. Mm -hmm. So um, 
There you go. So you mean Play to Battle tell Field. me that, that the so. news is that EA decided to treat their customers like they were customers? <laughs> like I said, I wasn't I wasn't even gonna mention it, but I'm I just, writing on I, your just I just like how that's news for EA. <laughs> like, hmm. Okay. Um all right, so speaking of EA EA vibes or Ubis, we're just gonna go e3 okay so um <clears throat> i'm just gonna run down some of the games because there's so many games that are supposedly happening. huh some good epic shit happening uh yeah so i'm One just gonna in particular you know what i'm 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 really excited i know which game you're excited about i wonder if you know which game i'm excited about Ooh. um <clears throat> okay so i'm just gonna list uh the company that makes the games and then i'm gonna i'm gonna name off the games that people are excited about these are not all the games that were like talked about but here are the notables at least on my list this is just my opinion folks please don't write me hate mail okay so um ubisoft has dropped some new releases uh rainbow six quarantine Far Cry 6, and then Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Why the fuck we have another Avatar game? Apparently there was a first one, but why? I don't understand. But sure, fine. Blue people. (laughs) Um, And the Xbox showcase. Uh, uh, I'd also like to point out the Rainbow Six game was renamed from uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine for obvious reasons. Yeah. Oh, it's not Rainbow Six Quarantine no, anymore. No, it used to be like that. That the name you gave, whatever that new one is, um, it's. I already forgot the new name because they've they've it's been announced. That's been known for like four years now, but it was called Quarantine, and everybody's like, "When is Quarantine coming out?" Then Quarantine came oh, out oh, in it's, real I'm life. I'm sorry. It's called real it's life? called Rainbow. <laughs> it's called Rainbow Six Extraction. Right. You are correct. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah it's called Rainbow Six Extraction because <laughs> Quarantine. Stop, everybody was like, Ooh. and so they. So it's literally the same exact game that they've always been announcing was going to come out, but they, but they just went, "Ooh, we should probably rebrand." That's cool. So, um, Far Cry Six looks interesting because you can be the villains. Uh, yeah. I've never really, I haven't really played any of the Far Cry games, but it's always fun to play the bad guy. Um, <clears throat> okay, so then the Xbox showcase it has a couple of different. Um, uh developers because they've been buying the universe mm-hmm. uh so from bethesda they have redfall halo infinite diablo 2 resurrected and starfield and all of us are hoping and praying that starfield is not on their um old fuck ass well, they uh, said when engine. microsoft bought them that they were getting a new engine so we'll see how uh, much didn't they say Fallout seventy six was going to be on yeah, the new engine. Yeah, but that was before. The... No, no, but that was before. Renamed. That was before the buyout. Yeah, like that. Well, that game. I don't have that game now. had run out of yearly news to even to even kick it over. Like the fires that it started for like a year and a half <laughs> had gone out by the time that that buyout even happened, and they admitted yeah. after the buyout that. Those were all lies just told because technically it was new. They fixed stuff in it, but it wasn't actually new. And it was still broken. Right. No. It was right. what is that engine called? It's flipping. It's terrible. called the I'm fucked it. engine. Please kill me. I've already died. <laughs> How am I still alive? Am I a zombie? That's the full name. Um 
that's a big name. I'll uh, I'll go with it. I'm. Mean, you know what? I'm not even gonna look it up. I don't even care. Oh, it's called the Creation Engine, yeah. which I always thought was terrible. I I always thought that was just a bunch of hogwash. Okay. So, anyways, continuing. Um, <clears throat> Obsidian. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys see their trailer for? Yeah, yeah so... they just described things that were happening in most trailers of the similar sort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought their trailer was freaking hilarious because um, it's so tongue in cheek. I loved it. Yeah. So they have a new Outer Worlds trailer, and that's all we got. We got no name. We don't know what's going to be in it. We don't know what it's going to be got called, like, or where it's going to be. It's just space. Fresh. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2 is also coming out to Xbox. So if you like flying planes, I don't. Um, great. <laughs> if you also like driving cars, uh, for a uh, Forza Horizon Five is coming out, so that's also pretty excited. So flying or driving, it's there on Those Xbox. Those are your two you. two options. Get fucked. <clears throat> two, yeah, two options. Oh, wow. Uh, EA also has Battlefield twenty forty two, and um, in case you wanted one, there's also an Xbox mini fridge uh, that you can go out there and buy because reasons um you Why can put not? your mini fridge next to your xbox no 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 no, no. you put your mini not fridge no yeah you put, you put it next to your kf console yeah oh yeah no you put your kf console on your mini yeah fridge. and then you just take yeah. your chicken out and you put it in the console and you play yeah yeah <laughs> see that's amazing i want somebody to take pictures and send it to us i would be yeah. so excited that's the ecosystem um yeah. So there's uh modders modders you better you better get your fingers ready because uh there's gonna be DLC for Resident Evil Village. So uh hopefully they'll find a way they're to gonna, put in they're some more bring, uh, milk bombing. Yeah, they're gonna bring Lady D back and if they don't, then they are throwing money in the trash can. <laughs> they're throwing it in the trash can because boy those no bodies. one cares like when everybody's like okay do you want to hear the story of if the next words out of your mouth are not lady dimitrescu i don't <laughs> even though her name is dimitrescu if the next words out of your mouth matter. are not about lady dimitrescu lady d or lady triple d or you know handsome tall oh. goth milk mommy however you choose to pronounce it <laughs> i don't fucking care and, and you know what's crazy they went through this effort to make her one of the most diff like she is one of the most outstanding characters of the cast like you look at her and visually she is very yeah. very distinct and her daughters are yeah. so exactly the same people regularly thought they were fighting one person three times i'm not surprised they all look and the, same. Sound the same even though they have different voice actresses which <laughs> is baffling because i'm like if you're gonna make them that identical why not just give them the same voice actors yeah i don't it's whatever. And, and also, that game was so goofy that, I mean, you could just be like, and she's back. Yeah. And everybody would just let you sure. like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, sure, that's fine. Honestly, yeah, you could, you could give no reason. She could just... She had a twin sister. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't really dead. That was just like her, like... I don't know. Half yeah. of her um, also, if you haven't seen it, um, there is a video of Lady D's <laughs> voice actress uh, reading thirsty tweets and sending people to horny jail. So you can check that out. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, wow. on Buzzfeed, yeah, yeah. that shit is hilarious. Yeah, get a Buzzfeed for also, giving us. If you all think for even we, a moment, you know, even wanted. a moment that the voice actress looks anything like Lady D, what you're going to be is shocked and surprised that voice actors don't necessarily sound like the people they voice. <gasps> How could that be? Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, yeah. wait. That means uh, James Earl Jones isn't a lion. Hold on. 
Yep. <laughs> Mufasa. Simba. <laughs> um, all right. So Warner Brothers. Uh, also, I'm like super stoked about this, but this isn't the game I'm like really excited about. <clears throat> um, so Warner Brothers has finally, finally, finally uh, is going to give us what we've all wanted. They revealed that there's going to be a spiritual successor to Left for Dead. Uh, the game mm-hmm. is called Back they for Blood. They announced this a while and... back. The, the beta was out. <clears throat> yes. Um, so it is a really gory. Uh, it's a nice gory trailer. If you look it up, um, it the videos are actually age-restricted. And they're usually only available on YouTube after you click through a little thing. Yeah. So I'm like, super excited. It is a highly anticipated first-person first shooter. Uh, hopefully mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. as good as Left I mean, I've seen the gameplay. Like, they they had the beta up. There was, like, a, uh, like a, a closed beta for, like, you know, influencers or YouTubers or whatever. But um, they played it, and it plays <laughs> just like Left 4 Dead. It's got... It's literally legally distinct, because this is the same studio that did it. They just said, fuck it. If we're not yeah. getting another game, we'll just do it ourselves. And so, they legally distincted themselves, and they added different classes of zombies, and they do different things and different Ooh. ways to down you and there's like this one leviathan motherfucker like it's enormous it's like five building sizes tall and it throws rocks at you and stuff it's got a bunch of That's yeah exciting. it's got a bunch of really cool features and it had some bugs in it but honestly when i saw that played it was over two years ago. i want to say it was about two years ago that that beta happened so well that means that there should be a high level of yeah, polish there I'm should really be a much higher level when of, of polish because it wasn't that far off like honestly i yeah. excluding obviously cyberpunk i and fallout like not a complete <laughs> catastrophe <laughs> but i've seen games be fine release in worse states yeah, yeah. so um we're still not we're still not talking about cyberpunk. Yeah. It's my hole in my heart. I mean, if we yeah, have we to mention it, that's a blasphemous name. That's like Voldemort. Like we don't speak that in this podcast. We anymore. don't speak that name. Yeah. So the the uh, the game that shan't be mentioned um, yeah. is coming back to PlayStation Four oh, since good. since we brought it up. Fourth um, noise. <laughs> but it is going to have a warning, so you know. But I guess buyer beware. Um, <laughs> Okay, so back to E3. Uh, so there was also Bandai released a game or an interview uh, digging deep into the lore of its game called House of Ashes. Uh, I didn't really watch the interview, so I couldn't really tell you that much about the game House of Ashes. So um, <clears throat> I think I skipped out on that too. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, but you it's can out there. Watch it on YouTube, guys. It's, it, yeah. What it, what it sounds like is no one cared. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Some I mean, it was like kind it, of at though. the, it was kind of at the bottom of uh, a couple of like lists. But, but anyways, okay. So you here's, can't do here's interviews an... in something people are hypey for gameplay about. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Here's an honorable mention. Uh, Elden Ring, which is a game a lot of people are really excited about. It was not announced at E3. However, um, people are super excited about it. No, so, it was, it was confirmed know. that it existed because that leaked a while back. That footage leaked. And that was basically yeah. their confirmation there. And then yeah. they were like, fuck it. If it leaked, we may as well like just like talk yeah, about it a little release bit. Some right. footage. <clears throat> Uh, so here's the big stuff that I was excited about. It was the Nintendo one. So this is, I've been holding the best for last because, you know, 
Um, <clears throat> yes, yes. Okay, so Nintendo finally responded to a bunch of rumors surrounding the Switch. Uh, so they had their little Nintendo E3 showcase. I will post it on Facebook if anybody wants to check it out and go through. Um, <clears throat> it will allow for 4K resolution when it's docked into the TV, which we've all pretty much speculated all the stuff we talked about in the last like episode or two episodes ago they're pretty much confirmed so uh congratulations to nintendo on that i'm super stoked um the one keats is excited about is the legend of zelda breath of the wild sequel bro like (laughs) do you know how many times i've watched the teaser Yeah, so uh, that one's pretty excited. I know that there's a whole portion of the internet that's like super stoked that there's going to be a new Metroid game. It's called yeah. Metroid Dread. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you guys haven't, like Metroid people haven't gotten a Metroid game in like years and years. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty exciting that that's actually coming out. Um, <clears throat> there's going to be a port to the Switch uh, for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Stop mm-hmm. eating my notebook. Um, <laughs> sorry guys. Um, there's also going to be a Tekken fighter, mm-hmm. uh, Mishima. Yeah, I'm Mish- you're talking Mishima? about uh, uh, why, Chris why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Kazuya, yeah, Kazuya Mishima. Mishima, yeah. Sorry, yep, okay. Kazuya, yeah. So, um, he's gonna be now, uh, he's gonna be. A new fighter in the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So that trailer was revealed. You can totally check that on the tubes of the U. Uh, I'd also like to I'm point out. I would like to point out how brilliant that was with him throwing everybody off the cliff. Um, I mean, yeah, but I wasn't really <laughs> like you. You realize that that is that is thematic to the character. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, because his dad was like, pretty. the only way to prove you're strong is to throw you off this cliff, and if you climb back yeah. up, you're worthy. And I'm like, that is not how yeah. parenting works. <laughs> That's how bad parenting works. <laughs> yeah, right. I was um, excited about the Smash Bros. I mean, that's that's um, how homicide works. Bro. I mean, I have the game, but I I don't really get excited about new characters oh, wow. coming through the game. I didn't play Tekken. My brother did, so he was excited. But I was just like, okay. And that was like the first thing that they talked about in their yeah yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, hey, man, a lot of people... Smash Brothers is huge, especially is huge. in, like, tournaments and stuff. It's it's, it's got a big following. Yeah. Um, it also... It, I mean, it also has just a weird amount of pedophiles, but... Yeah, like, it's a, it's a thing that just keeps happening where new people, oh. like, top players keep getting convicted of pedophilia, oh, specifically. No. Speaking of which, oh, um, Dra- uh, Jake from Drake and Josh... Um, Drake ended up uh, pleading guilty to those charges of pedophilia. <gasps> what? Yes. What? And he's out on probation because reasons, fame, money, I don't know. Holy crap. Wow. But I mean, that's Fuck that's a lot of people's child, childhood's ruin. But yeah. Uh, yeah Which one was Drake? The thin one. Was he the, the skateboard? Thin one, yeah. He's the singer. He was the singer. Like, the Josh, he's... A... <laughs> He's like sane. He's yeah. doing well. Like, here's the thing. He 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 got his life stuff. together. He lost a ton of yeah. weight. He started doing real comedy, and it kind of felt like the same thing yeah. that happened with Keenan and Kel, where one was like, "I'm the cute then one, so I can ride <laughs> off this," and the other one was like, "Yeah, maybe yeah. heavy, but I gotta work though." And they went out and used all that yep. weight and put it to the grindstone <laughs> yep. and made stuff happen. So now yep. Keenan is relevant, but Kel just 
Yeah, Keenan is actually the longest cast member on SNL ever. Yeah. Like, no other cast member on that show has been there. He's been there for 13 years. No one else has ever been there that long. So he definitely... Usually because they move on to other things, though. Yeah, but he said he's never leaving because... uh... And he does do other things. He does, like, cameos (laughs) and he does movie roles and stuff. Yeah. But Josh from Jake and Josh, he he got his shit together. He was in a couple of independent movies, which were really good. Um... Or that I really enjoyed, and he does like a cooking show on YouTube with his wife, so he's pretty pretty put together that we can see. Yeah. Well, I mean, poor Drake. That's awesome, but like that's also terrible. So it's it's half good, half bad. Half good, half bad. Well, I kind of stole the wind out of my sails because I was going to talk about uh my game, which is uh Mario and Raving Rabbids Sparks of Hope. <laughs> so I'm switching it. I'm switching it back from the sad train to the gaming train. Yes, that <laughs> um, looks so awesome. Yeah, I love I love Raving Rabbids, and I've really been hoping that they would come out with like another game. And the fact that they're like making it a Mario game, I'm like so excited. And and like why the rabbits are now like birds and they have like wigs. I don't I don't know. I don't care. I'm just here for it. Yes, I'm here, here for it. <laughs> so, um, that's pretty much all the E3 stuff that I've got. I mean, there's more. Uh, there's definitely way more highlights and takeaways. Um, I'll post some links on Facebook if anybody's interested and wants to check it out. And maybe, like I said, maybe you've been under a rock and you didn't know that E3 even happened. Um, but there's a lot of good stuff in there. There's something in there for anybody, everybody. Just don't go get cracked versions of any of it because uh, you'll be making somebody else money yeah. off of a game you thought you were getting for free skis. Yeah. Well, there was, um, there was, I guess, like one relevant piece of uh, offhand news from E3 in terms of video game. So there is a game called uh, Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, and it is uh, its trailer was notable because chaos. Um, the main character says chaos like thirteen times. This shit's ridiculous. How we have to fight chaos, chaos, chaos. But um, uh, and what was chaos was on release because um, they were like, hey, we got a demo. You you think this is dope? Get ready to go play it. And you go play the demo, it's going to be amazing. And then people went to go play the demo, and the demo was broken. So, um, uh, so chaos, I guess. They blame chaos. Uh, they they fixed it now, so I, I think if you're trying to play it, I think you can still get it. But um, but it's it's definitely one of those games where it looks like yeah, this could be interesting, and I and people are pretty much speculating that this is a uh, updating of Final Fantasy 1, so it's like when you got the four Warriors of Light, there was a time where three people tried it, and it's like, oh, but you need four to do this. And so is this their story? Maybe, who the fuck knows? Maybe this is how we get the fourth? I don't, I don't know. Or maybe it's not related to any of it, and everybody's conspiracy theory is completely false, as it sometimes is. But, um... That was that was notable yeah, that, to me, where I was just like, serious. so chaos. And also, they have a quote-unquote black main character, but, you know, whenever whenever Final Fantasy does a black man, it is always like, first of all, we did one, so everybody relax. Do you want two? 
come on, man. Like, God, we, I guess we'll put a brown person of whatever origin in here. And it could be Indian. Who knows? I don't. It's like it's, 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 it's bunny people. I don't know. So like they whenever there is a black man, it's always sort of strange because it's it's just a color swap. Yeah, not a yeah, not not really it. much else. Like we made this one brown. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. And usually their wow. palms are the wrong color. Anyway. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, but we'll we'll see how it how it Pandora's out <laughs> over here. Oh my god! But uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah that that was my notable E three takeaway. Um, I was I, I'm not hyped for the new Zelda game. I'm just like I hope it comes out. If you're not a super Zelda fan, and we've yeah already yeah yeah. I'm just like I'm like I'm not mad at it. I'm like fuck Zelda coming out. I'm just like cool. I'd play Breath of the Wild too. Yeah. You know. Oh. Can we just talk about like the the sky and his arm and like the things? I'm just like, come on, I have the to things. wait. For this. Like, I have to wait for this. And they also announced like Hyrule Warriors DLC, which is like, okay, whatever. Um, because I, you know, it is what it is. Hyrule Warriors is cool, but it's not anything to get super hype about. But I thought they were gonna end it with that and then i saw breath of the wild 2 and i lost all of my shit <laughs> i literally like a tear came to my eye i kind of like, feel it's... like at this point they had no choice after the hello i am the no director choice. of 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 the of the new uh, breath of the wild and um i have no news so anyway right. enjoy the rest of the i'll kill you <laughs> Like I don't, I I didn't even care, and I was mad because it feels like you came out here to waste my time. This exactly. You knocked on my door and said, "Hello, um, do you have a minute? Yeah, sure. What is it? I have nothing to say." And then you walked away. <laughs> Goodbye. We've been trying to contact you about your car's extended warranty. Stop with that! Oh, I hate those calls. Those calls crack me up because they have to know I don't have a car, right? So it's like. What? Right. So, right. No, I mean, I just love all the TikToks where it's like, oh, yeah, um, excuse me. I'm just going to sit right here. So, uh, we've been trying to contact you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Yeah, sorry. to be excited about as far we as can tell, games. We can tell who the TikToker is in the group. It's, it's Stephanie. <laughs> Oh. I don't have TikTok. I'm sorry. I barely tweet, and I only tweet for the company. I don't tweet for myself. Oh my god! I'm gonna start tagging you in some some talks of the ticks because they're fucking a, hilarious. I don't even have an account. I just I, oh TikTok. It's is not. I feel like an old person when people refer to it. I'm like, what is that? No, but here's but here's the thing. Here's wrong. the thing, though. It is literally, <laughs> and I mean, I don't mean to go back into this territory, but that's the world we live in. It is literally the number one place for child predators. Oh God! What TikTok? Yes. Everything is like. Oh man, probably not my TikTok. No, no, uh, I, my no, TikTok no, is no, full no, of no, no, no. TikTok, no, TikTok at all. Like, life. if you are, if you are a pedophile and you're like, hmm, where to go? I mean, I hope if you're listening to this, you're not. Uh, but if you're like, hmm, where to go? That's the place. I like. I'm hoping I'm not giving a potential pedophile like some new ideas, but but that's man. but that's like what I've seen and that's and the uh, the uh, uh, the law agencies that I occasionally listen to are like, yeah, if your kids on TikTok, get them the fuck off it. Because you know the because the, oh, you, wow. you know the young wow. kids are trying to be more sexually explicit at younger ages. Yeah. Well, if you're trying yeah, to look yeah, at yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. 
Yep, sick. That's fucking sick. Right. I uh, I, I watch a lot of the TikToks. I don't have that because they're all like sound effects and things, and I I have yeah, Instagram. Well, <laughs> I'm just like, well, I don't know, man. Some of, like I said, my TikTok is my my TikTok feed is really weird. I, I watch a lot of like Canadian emu farmers and like Norwegian fishermen. The, the and, best like, part of southern construction. The best parts. <laughs> the best parts of TikTok are the places where it's just Vine. It's just someone doing yeah. a quick skit yeah. and yeah, then they yeah. move the fuck on. Yeah. The bad part of TikTok yeah, that, that I've seen like all of my is like feed. the POV, POV stuff where like if somebody's yeah. like, oh, it's it's your life, but you're a survivor of a concentration camp. Like what? No, what? No, why? No, no, why no, is no. This that's not my TikTok feed. My TikTok feed is is nonsense or like like 15 second skits or like oh look at my really dope cool ass job like that's that's yeah the that's only what i watch that i get tiktok content is from instagram when people put it in their um ig stories or whatever and i'm like oh yeah. it's a, pretty cool it's all right i'll start i'll start sending you some really good ones oh. uh, there's already one in my head that i'm like this is what yep keats it's keats <laughs> okay i'll I'm send it to yeah introduce me <laughs> to that new world a whole new world of tiktok a whole new world. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I think it's about that joke time. All right. I mean, I'm ready. I've been ready. I was I born. Can, I was born. Crack open this box of corn. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, yeah. I'm a, mm, I got right. you on this one this week. Y'all ready? ready? Y'all ready? Let me. Um. All right. So, uh, what's the most detail-oriented ocean? A specific ocean. The specific mm-hmm. ocean. Oh, wow. I think that's the first one you've got. Yeah, oh, look, look at that. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> She's like, yep, pun one for me. It's punny. <laughs> it is punny. That was good. Uh, and it took me a second. Okay. I'm dumb. My, uh, my corn is, how does a penguin build its house? It glues it. Yeah, it glues it together. That oh, that that brings today, that brings Lakita's total up to two point four <laughs> jokes gotten. <laughs> two point four because like a couple of those were like you you were in the area code but not really. It was sort of. <laughs> I'm proud of each of those points. All right, so here's here's a here's a hard dad joke. Like this is this is a little maybe even too dad for dad. A guy okay. walks into a bar, bar and orders a fruit punch. Bartender says, "Hey, pal, you want a punch? You'll have to stand in line." Guy looks around, but there's no punch line. So solid, solid jokes. That was good. Yeah, that was good. We got any odd uh, jokes? Uh, sure. What does a roll of toilet paper in the USS okay. Enterprise have in common? Well, give me a second. I don't know. They both circle around Uranus looking for Klingons. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Keeping that one. Oh, my God. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I'm going to tell that joke to CW right now. <laughs> 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 oh, that was great. Uh, 
Oh man. All right. All right. Here's here's a bad one to to end us off because that was really good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, Sundays are always a little sad, but the day before is a sadder day. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. That just Aww. made me think about the weekend and how it's almost fucking over. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. All right. All right. Well, take us out. <laughs> well, we talked about a lot of fun things today. Jason was in the background giving us tidbits of his life. Our existences are completely dictated by our cats, and we play games that they allow us to play. E3 was a bit of a weird one, with Nintendo coming on on top, because the other two didn't compete. But a winner's a winner, y'all. So, enjoy yourself, have a good week, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Super Creative Podcast name is brought to you by Creative Overdose Studios, an indie animation and design studio in Atlanta. This episode was written and produced by Alana Clark, Stephanie Lopez, and Lakita Wilson. You can connect with the team on Instagram, Facebook, or by visiting itscreativeoverdose.com. Thanks for listening.